0: Hello, strangers on the internet, chanting a motivating hymn to yourself while huddled in a corner with 12 HP remaining. Welcome to Knitwake, the podcast about friends, video games, cabins, and yes, pandas. Today's episode is all about those wonderful things that make us angry, salty, and or tilted. An exploration of the frustration that grows deep within, getting ever bigger. I had a devil may cry joke here, but I just can't stick it. My name is Drew. How you doing? Uh, Fun fact about myself, if I were to fight in a Colosseum, my weapon of choice would be the spear, because it has a lot of utility, and looks pretty good, and you know, it's a little underrated. It's a little underrated. I think it's got what it takes. You know, I feel that's true.
1: Spears are usually underrated, but they always look so cool, because you could use them like a bow staff, or like
0: stabby stuff. Spin them around, real, real fast, do like those cool avatar moves, but it's got a pointy part, so you can actually do something, you're not a pacifist. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's got a lot. I think it's got a lot going yeah. on. I think it's got a lot going on to channel its anger. Let's see. Oh, man. Throw that, throw that spear. You're so angry. Oh, throw it to the ground.
1: All right. Hey, everybody. Wow. My name's My name's Adam. Uh, and if I had, if I was in the Coliseum and I had to fight, I would use my two cestus that I'm going to put some fire <laughs> gems in. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? That's pretty What's... good. Discs? that's pretty good uh, uh, that's a rep that's a D reference <laughs> no if i were actually in the coliseum um uh, and i had to and i had to have a weapon it'd probably be like an axe or a club because like i know people are gonna say oh i use the swords i don't i don't trust myself with a sword well <laughs> oh, i'd use like uh these weapons like i don't trust myself with that but an axe or a club yeah i've used that before i just bludgeon it all right hmm. nice uh, that's solid that's solid you just swing it and you're good the, Drew to explain the thing about the cestus. That's my character in D and D right now, who right. is literally champion right. of the arena with his two cestus. Yeah, he is. Um, and he's and in the middle of like a forest area right now. So fire, <laughs> fire, fire.
0: <laughs> I see. I see. Very good. Very good. Yeah.
1: So, uh, if I had to pick a weapon, I think I'm gonna go with a Roman classic, a Roman gladiatorial arena classic of the net. Mm. the net the net not even joking that was a legit weapon in the arena because you put it over somebody and then they can't fight anymore
2: Hmm. that's
1: basically it it's like a really long it's it's think of it in the same way that you would like a massive cape you could just wrap your enemy in it and then what are they gonna do
0: do you have to like throw it over them or do you just get to like tell someone to drop a net like is it like No, no 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 you you're holding the net
1: I think it's like a fishing net. Yeah, it's like a fishing net. It's got like stones at the end of it, and you kind of throw it uh, yep. and catch them. By the way, who are you, though? I don't think you said your name. Oh, hi. My name is Zach. I, I hope you all... Die it's been good. 61 episodes. If you're still confused at this or tuning in for the first time, boy, that's a lot of catching up you have to do.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're
1: tuning in for the first time, don't worry about it. Maybe the previous episodes weren't that good, anyways.
0: Just hey, we had now. some gems there, sir. We had some gems. I mean, fashion, other than death. <laughs> hey, we've had some
1: good ones. Now, just because death is weird and keeps getting all the hits, I, I yeah, whatever, I don't know. It's still an old episode. It still gets hits. Uh, oh, I'm gracious. surprised. That, so, Drew, mm-hmm. I am surprised when you said uh, spear. Are you just going with like the classic
0: traditional spear? Are you going for like the pitchfork or like the ooh trident? Yeah. You yeah, know, I was going to
1: say Net and Trident, but he kind of stole Spear from me.
0: I was thinking the more traditional Spear, um, in part mm-hmm. because uh, I've been playing some games where I have Spears, and they're very fun to use. Um, Also, I see. um, without spoiling, one of my favorite characters from Game of Thrones, who didn't last very long, uses a Spear. And he was really cool when he got to use that Spear.
1: Oh. Oh, yeah. I liked that. I... I very much enjoyed that character as well.
0: I wanted him to go so far, and he didn't.
1: Oh, it and was tragic. And it made tragic. me
0: so upset. Which is very fortunate, because that's the topic of this episode. Bam. Got him. Damn. Damn. Got him. You did it. <laughs> that transition. I'm, I'm impressed. Hi, everyone. Sometimes we get angry when we play video games and we thought maybe this would be a good topic to address in a podcast. So that's what we're doing today. Today's episode is all about salt, being angry, what that means in a single player context, in a multiplayer context, why we get angry, how we resolve it, you know, things like that. Um so are y'all ready? Are y'all ready to go and talk Girl, about your rage? I'm so- i'm so angry i have all this rage built up within me hold on to it make a ball just bury it very deep inside of oh. you and talk to no one about it that's the that's right that's option. the
1: that is the lesson of today today if you have emotions oh. that you feel are tearing you apart bury them deep down and never talk about them you know once i actually gave that advice to somebody oh no <laughs> i well i did it specifically because they were about to go play like a sports game mm-hmm. and they were like i'm really mm-hmm. upset about this thing and i'm like okay well compartmentalize that upsetness and then when you're at the game release
0: <laughs> Ah, well see that that is so, practical i i could see the practical application of anger in that situation was it soccer oh my god i have to ask it was soccer i knew yeah. it I knew it all along. Okay, enough tangentialing, my friends. It's time for our first question about angst and rage in video gaming. And that question sure. is, on a scale of one to 10, how angst do you get, do you get while gaming? And be honest here, you know, no reason to hide, you know, how you do it. I uh, I personally feel like I rank myself at, it's weird, multiplayer. I typically don't get angry anymore. I just feel numb to dumb bullshittery. But single player- mm-hmm single player i can get up to some eight territory i can get pretty pretty rage oh man fantastic oh boy when i was young it was a nine when i was young it was nine and as i become an older gentleman i i have matured down to an eight wow
1: wow that Dude. is 20 <laughs> odd years of growth and we're down one point <laughs> so like for, wait for multiplayer games you're like ah oh, whatever whatever but if single player comes around like time the shirt's getting ripped off the
0: chest beating. I mean, a little bit, yeah. Like, I, oh I my think, god. I think what it is is multiplayer. <laughs> like, it's so rare that I'll take competitive games very seriously these days, just because, like, mm-hmm. I again, a veteran player of FPSs and such. Like, one can only see so many bullshit situations until you're like, ah, eh, fucking whatever. Let's just go. See what I'm. What I'm yeah. hearing
1: is that Drew was tempered in his younger age in multiplayer. But now in single player, it he, he, he just keep hitting with new experiences that he's I mean, always angry about. I do have stories about Drew when he played soccer when I was younger.
0: Oh, <laughs> do you now? Do you now? Maybe that's what we're talking Listen,
1: buddy. Listen, buddy. I'm not the one who did an own goal.
0: I mean, hey, on oh. Now no, you gotta bring that up.
1: <laughs> hey, hey. Save these stories say. for the later question. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so let's see. How angsty do I get? So uh, I'll follow Drew's example. I... I think in multiplayer um i'm actually pretty low on the saltiness i think i get like i want to say i'm like two or three but i think i feel like i've gotten up to like four or five depending Mm. Uh, i think yeah i that's a fairly good description of how salty you get just from yeah with multiplayer i i can in multiplayer games there are very few occasions where i'll get like legit angry um or uh now well actually i gotta tell you back because multiplayer there are a few paints where i get like legit angry if it's still a like, competitive like a fighting game boy i can crank that shit up and get angry <laughs> really <laughs> um i feel yeah no fighting games is the realm in which you will just get angry regardless oh man i i, I can get kind of salt in uh like in fighting games and not not like smash but like if you're playing like street fighter it's almost you're almost guaranteed to at some point get angry yeah um and i think what it is is um how do i put this oh and then for for single player games i'm generally pretty mellow as well that's the one i know i'm pretty low on there's maybe when we get to the story section there's maybe one or two times i've gotten legit angry at a game
0: i um, i'm gonna put some money down on my on my invisible side of the table and just say uh-huh. i think i know i think i know it's coming but that's all i got
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> i am really curious to see which one you think uh, but i was gonna say getting salty in a game i actually think is a more recent thing for me even in single player games uh i think it's i think it's because when i was younger i was just playing a game and i didn't quite care you know it was kind of like oh i'm gonna sit down and play this game i don't really care how bad this is going whatever um but it's weird because as i've gotten older i i kind of now expect more of myself out of it like i expect like hmm. oh i'm gonna i should be able to like clear this like um when i'm playing like you know like you know, a Devil May Cry game is like something like I, I can get an S rank, Dad. No, and then I'll like sit there and just do it and do it over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's just kind of my tasting games have kind of gravitated to ones more that, that can be a bit more challenging. And because of that, I now expect more of myself, and that can sometimes get me really angry.
0: Interesting. We yeah. have like kind of an inverse thing going on here. It's kind of cool. Cool.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I so I was talking to Adam just before this podcast and. I initially had rated myself at like a four mm-hmm. and then I talked to Adam and that number kept going up. <laughs> as <he talks> about <laughs> it. It's kind of like, it's kind of like when you're turning the heat up on a kettle, it's like a little more, a little more, <laughs> but I was, ah, fuck it. Just like crank it up. I was, I was talking to him and, uh, I, I like, I, I, almost would put myself as a seven or an eight now because I know how angry I can get to certain games, but, mm. uh, uh like i was talking to basically about overwatch because that's the experience we have with each other in multiplayer games and Mm. i get the kind of quiet angry in a multiplayer environment Mm. yeah um where uh the the more frustrated i get the less i'll be talking the more i'll start like blaming people for things or like trying to call people out on things although i've consciously been trying to get better about that um, yeah and trying to do more like self-blame stuff like that but uh sort of be like hold on try to figure it you know calm down kind of more inward reflection than uh yeah yeah uh so i don't take it out on people but uh and so like and if i get too angry at a game i'll just sort of stop playing um (laughs) i've taken my ball and i am leaving (laughs) exactly that's pretty much it but uh um in single player games I usually, the single player games that I tend to play, it'll be like Civ games, like strategy games a lot of times, RPGs, um, stuff like, like I, I, I almost never got angry playing Persona. I was also playing on like normal mode and it was very easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, when you get to like, when I get to actually challenging games, when I get to games that like really present me with something of, of a challenge, uh, like, like the uh, Soulsborne series, uh, mm. I will get incredibly salty. Mm. Oof. Uh, man if people are tired of us talking <laughs> about Soulsborne, i'm sorry this is probably going to come oof. up once or twice those games are salt mines i'm just yeah, tapping they they on my invisible money i'm just tapping on my so bet right
0: now oh uh, like, god damn it i think i know what he's talking about both of my
1: stories yeah both of my stories involve those games and it's just like sometimes you're playing a challenging game and it just sort of overwhelms and mm. you just like you enter the salt zone you you get what uh, people called going like getting tilted. Yeah, then. you get straight tilted. See, so I actually th- don't know where that term came from. I, did that come um, from pinball? Like, where you listen, would... I had an extended conversation about this during the New Year's party. I'm pretty sure it is from like tilted as in you're like you're off kilter, like you're tilted. You're physically tilted, so you're like not seeing things correctly. I that makes more sense than me because I like I've only seen tilt as in like. Like the pin, you know, when you're playing on a pinball machine and he says tilt, tilt, and you're like, oh no. It might be from that too. It's also and bad. I think, I think it wasn't, wasn't that because like it would detect some like movement in the, in the table, like you were trying to jostle it around or something? Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. If, if that's the case, then that's probably where tilted came from. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. um, but yeah. We'll add it as, <clears throat> an, as an addendum to this episode, where the hell that term came from.
0: I'll leave it in the description. Yeah. Or we could have like some, some historian of, of hip slang des- describe it to us I don't know I mean you mm. can just go to urban
1: mm. dictionary and type in tilted do you want me that's to do that no right now? that's no
0: fun that's no fun that's cheating if you makes if you correct people on something that's wrong mm-hmm well oh, okay. I, I suppose that leads us to our the next question as well as anything else um what spurs the most rage within you when you play uh vice versa what conditions allow for gamer related rage um perhaps online or in a more multiplayer environment basically mm-hmm. where is the anger coming from amongst you amongst your friends your family and even your pets just wanting to be from able guys? to do
1: something why not to be able to do something and not having the coordination to, to do it mm. yeah i actually yeah. i have a bullet point on my on my notes uh under under this one of what spurs the most rage within you because uh, it used to be a different question or something like that of just like what kind of gets people angry mm-hmm. and I, I was thinking about it because i was like is there like a general one and maybe we'll throw a general out and we'll get more specific later mm-hmm. of i feel like salt comes from like failed expectations mm-hmm. like yep. Uh, At least for me, and this is kind of in the, um, maybe this kind of more applies to the single player aspect of what kind of gets me in a single player one. When I'm playing a game, I kind of, I have in my head how this scenario should go. I have already, you know, like you already have it known, like I'm going to do this, then I'll counter with this. Then if they do that, I can do this. And then if all of a sudden you do everything that you expect to be right, and you're expecting some result to happen and it doesn't, that will get you so angry Mm -hmm. or hell that gets me crazy angry totally totally. yeah like uh in monster hunter uh a monster i was fighting a monster called lunastra who is this big fire chimera thing that has all these big fire aoe moves and i remember thinking okay if i do this this and this i can escape this move and all of a sudden it starts throwing out new traits of that move i'm like what the actual shit is this yeah (laughs) So it's kind of like, I guess we failed expectations on my, uh, that'd be my one thing on what causes feel like, rage within me. I feel like that is exactly what causes rage in all scenarios is a failure of expectation is, is wanting, is imagining it going a certain way and it not going that way. I feel like it, that's like applicable in like so many different scenarios of like, this is why you get angry. Mm hmm. I feel like that's that's applicable in real life. That's why people get angry in real life is that they have an expectation in their head and reality does not meet
0: that expectation. If nothing else, it's like the basis for frustration. I don't know if like yeah. pure anger is always like, I expected this and it didn't happen. Harumph, harumph. Mm. Like there are things uh, that will yeah. upset me that don't quite fall under that umbrella. But as far as being frustrated, which is like the core of game related rage, like, you mm. know, yeah. Yeah. You you did your part. I, you have this this obligation, this expectation, this contract with the machine, and the machine pulls out like a d- yeah. or
1: or for instance in a multiplayer game, you have an expectation with a player, and they don't do anything that you would expect them to do. Yeah, mm, mm. like Drew. I don't know if you remember, we would all play Overwatch every once in a while, and you know we'd get a new teammate in and be like, okay, he has to go this. He you know there's no other way he could do this. And it's like, oh, he did the other thing. We literally told him that we need this. And he just went the other way with this. God damn it. And then that.
0: This this is where I think it differentiates for me. Because when that happens, I kind of laugh it off. It's like, well, this was a factor outside of my control. What was I going to do? Like, I can be mad about it. I can be frustrated. But... As far as the things that get me the most, like, frustrated and pissed Mm -hmm. off, like, that's just, like, some weird happenstance that occurred. Like, you find someone who's, like, in your case for Overwatch, like, man, we really needed a healer, and we've got another DPS. Like, that to me is just, like, ah, it's a meme. I'll laugh it off. Yeah. I
1: I think it's actually, you bring up a good point of, do we want to, and I think we kind of started this, did we want to, like, super segregate, like, a single player versus multiplayer discussion real quick on um, just
0: like kind of what you know you we, we can we can like because this question is for both like you know rage on a personal level rage in a multiplayer setting um when you say you want to split them up do you mean just like very specifically tackle uh, on one than the other or just
1: yeah yeah i think th- i think that'd be probably best way to cover it like so my money for a uh a single player thing is kind of where i ha- i'm trying to input controls and kind of what zach said is i literally don't have the dexterity to do the thing or my hands yeah. get kind of jumbled up in it
0: oh yes or oh yes there's that... some
1: sort of perception that the game has screwed you in which case yeah there's mm-hmm. that that's that's a hard one with single player games mm.
0: all right when you say that's Where a hard one like... you mean like the dexterity thing or are you talking about like the broken contract between the machine and oh your... the
1: the broken i'd say <laughs> the broken contract when the like, game breaks and screws you yeah mm-hmm. yeah i feel like that's a hard one because uh okay Fair, full disclosure, there are some parts where the game has bugged out and literally it just fucked you over. That mm-hmm. That is inescapable. Yeah, like, uh, I I didn't get extremely salty at it, but, like, I was streaming Deadly Premonition, and then uh-huh. I finished a boss fight, and then it was moving on to the next scene, and the game crashed. And I was like, cool. And you're like, and it gets you, A, you get, like, upset because you're like, I have to do that all over again. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I Fuck. had to do, well, it, it got me upset, I mean i was upset enough that i just stopped the stream at that point but it was i was also like yeah i'd been playing for a while and I, I did notice here. that it was very weird to like say like hey i'm streaming and then an hour later like oh he's done <laughs> yeah <laughs> that happened yeah the game um... crashed is what happened and it no like the game crashed twice oof so like on the second one i was just like you know what i think i'm done uh i guess i was gonna say drew for the the kind of contract being you in the game um I think that's the hard one because in my mind, there are, there's kind of two flavors. Sometimes it's like the game actively screwing you over like a bug, but sometimes it's the game, you not understanding the game as well as you might think you did. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where, you know, like, uh, kind of with my story about for Monster Hunter, um, I was fighting this thing. It was doing something and the failed expectation was I expected this move to work like, you know, in one way. And I planned all these different things to work around it. And I got upset because it started doing something that I felt was, oh, that's bullshit. It pulled this out of nowhere. When in Mm. reality is, no, that's a part of the game I didn't recognize at first. Mm. Like, uh... Yeah.
0: So like a hidden I, mechanic that wasn't explained to you. like Because I, I haven't played Monster Hunter. I don't know quite the situation you're talking about, but I understand the idea of like, wait, how the fuck yeah. am I supposed to do this? And it was like some hidden like, sub mechanic that like never got explained to me. And so I... Exactly.
1: Mm, yeah. I see. Like, I'm sure you can think of a time where it's like, you got really angry at a game, then you go back and look at it and it's like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. It's totally just this. There was no reason to get mad. Mm. It was literally, I was too angry to see it. Mm. yeah 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 that's that's happened
0: okay so how, how would you how would you what, what would you say that is though like just just like the game doesn't explain itself or, or well like... it's,
1: it's basically it's, it's another failure of expectation is that you expected the game to have something but it had more than you were expecting mm-hmm. mm. i i'd say i would put that under um sometimes i i see it's interesting because i want to say it's like poor telegraphing or it's bad on the design because i wasn't able to see that but sometimes part of that design is that, like, you're supposed to see this thing multiple times and kind of glean information from it. You're not, you know, part of the challenge is learning this thing, not just being able to see it and immediately know how to solve it mm-hmm. kind of deal. I see. Yeah, it's sort of like, uh, like, the sort of expected, you're, like, expected to fail against something
0: a couple of times and then learn how it works. Mm-hmm. See, I'm, so I'm imagining, like, maybe not maybe not a zelda puzzle but like a puzzle that like you have in a game where it's just like what the fuck why does it work this way like
1: oh you mean like every single puzzle in re2 uh
0: i mean i haven't played (laughs) re2 so i don't know but like i i'm guessing like you know where it's like you're looking at something and just like wait where the solution was something like completely like i'm taking it to the to another level of like like old old school like you know what Grim Old Fandango, adventure games. Yeah, beautiful game, mm-hmm. lovely. Some of the shit in it makes no goddamn sense, right? And you're just like, how yeah. the fuck was I supposed to know that? Like, those don't give yeah, me the most rage, those... but I think that's how I can relate to this one, right? Where it's just like, what the fuck was yeah, that?
1: Yeah, that's that's kind of what mm-hmm. I'm saying, and it falls again under the poor telegraphing thing, but also a failed expectation where it's like, uh, I remember was was it one of the King's Quest games? It like gives you a saw, but then like you'd think like, oh, I can cut this tree down. It's like you can't use that here. It's like. What the fuck? Where am I supposed to use it then? It turns out it's like a rope or something. You're like, but why would that matter? <laughs> mm. I see. So Stuff like that. Um, I'm trying to think what else like really gets me upset in like single player games.
0: Um, I mean, uh, one that I'm sitting on right now, if you don't mind, mm-hmm. that I feel... Oh, go for it cuz like i understand the idea of like you know the the i keep calling it the broken contract i guess i guess it's just like you know poor telegraphing it's you know hey we don't we didn't explain to you what you're supposed to do based off of these rules that you did learn haha jokes on you and it sucks with me mm-hmm. like i can almost deal with that cuz it's like haha i see what you did there you piece of shit in like almost an endearing way what i hate yeah. in a game is when there's like some something that's like drudgery right where it's like you're invested and then you uh, hit something yeah. where it's like Oh, cool. I have all of this crappy busy work I have to do. Right. Um, oh, yeah. Like that, that to me kind of it's something where it's like, I know I can do it, but it's a time sink and it's upsetting and it's just this slow meandering process and it has nothing to do with brain input. I just have to do it. That stuff will mm-hmm. bring like hatred into my veins. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. if I may, Devil May Cry 4, I have some problems with. One of those problems is Uh that great dice puzzle that comes up twice where you got to hit a dice and slowly move your piece across the chessboard. And it has nothing you do matters. Nothing you do matters. You just got to fucking deal with it. Sorry. Can I tell you this? Yes. They're actually, I didn't know this till I watched
1: uh, two best friends play through it because they went through all the devil May cries. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I was right there with you. I fucking hate that section. And Zach, to give you more detail you are going on like a fucking tear through all these demons and all of a sudden you enter a room and it's this giant like uh game board with a dice in the center that you roll and you have to move across the board Mm. it literally grinds everything to a halt it does
2: because it because
1: it feels random turns out you actually can control what number you get what do you mean you can control what number you get adam so the dice in the center of the board is constantly spinning Yes. It's just switching sides, and what you have to do is wait for the the number that you want to be on the upside, and then devil-buster it, and it will land on that number. Oh, my God. Oh. Okay, oh my this God. is exa- Oh, Zach, Drew just got the thing I was telling you about. You know, the oh. you're the so angry because either you didn't see it or not, and how it's also, again, maybe poor telegraphing. Failed, just... failed expectations. You were expecting it to work like a die. And it doesn't tell you you can do that. You had, Somebody had to sit there and find that out. And it's like... Oh, that that actually made me even more mad when I saw that. It makes that. me and more like, mad too! A, Holy shit! There's oh. like... There's a fucking solution to it. Oh, that's so stupid. Well, hi there, everyone. Here we go. Here they are. The salty motherfuckers right in front of you. Oh, man. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to get legit angry on this on this podcast today, but apparently that's what's happening.
0: Uh, I, I, I feel like <laughs> I've just like stared into the abyss and it spat in my eye and, and like flipped yeah. off.
1: <laughs> um, I was going to say, so for Drew, Drew Brighton brings up like any kind where it like halts your flow of the game. And I think that's another one where, it, you know, it breaks the flow, especially when you're in like a really good moment because
0: mm-hmm. I, that I think- throws you
1: off your groove. I like, think it's it's just the a... fact
0: that like all control is gone and it's just like I just have to do this shitty thing and like that just uh-huh. pisses me off. When I it's... think that's
1: I think that's why like some people get really mad at like cutscenes, especially ones that are like were kind of unexpected. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you kind of know a cutscene's coming and you kind of know it's going to be important, so I think you mentally like okay, let me sit down and watch yeah. this. But then there are times where it's like, do did I really need that cutscene? Mm-hmm. Like for fuck's sake, did I really need that? The, yeah. the skip
0: button is a beautiful thing. It, it should you exist. Know, I, I, have... I love narrative in games. I think they're very important. But if you're doing a speed run, if you've replayed this boss a hundred times, maybe you don't need to see him oh. do his big. Oh thing. man! What?
1: I have a great story for for single player. Salt, do it. Do you remember in Kingdom Hearts one oh. where you had to fight Riku, oh and every time you fought him, you had to watch that fucking
0: cutscene every single time? I oh no, I I don't I I oh that's right kingdom hearts one didn't have a skip button fuck no i forgot so, about that
1: uh, <laughs> for the audience to explain what i'm talking about it's and me oh and, and zach sorry zach um in kingdom hearts one you have to fight riku at some point and he is actually probably the toughest enemy that you fought this at this point in the game right and he should be he is literally the rival character the problem is is that it's really hard to actually get a good rhythm or flow going because one, the nearest save point is like three rooms down, and each room has enemies in it. So you're gonna take hits as you go through this thing. You you have to slog through to get to the boss fight. Then you get to the boss fight and you get to wait through like a three minute cutscene. You can't just you can't get in the groove or in the in the mood to like fight this guy. You have to sit there and cool off. And then when you actually do fight him, it's like oh crap, I gotta do stuff. Oh, that is so breaking the flow. Yeah, that'll yeah, breaking break. Breaking the, the flow the is a real. That's. I feel like that's the true. That's that's the worst of mm. all the salt monsters. Mm. Which so what have we come up with? We it's failed expectations, bad telegraphing, or uh breaking Broken the flow. flow. Breaking Broken the flow. flow. Um, although speaking of of uh Drew's sort of drudgery, kind of uh, oh and drudgery. There's a fourth yeah, one. Yeah, drudgery. Uh, that's that's flow though. I I had a pretty good example in a. Uh, Basically, most MMO quests, mm-hmm. and the reason why I stopped playing MMOs very quickly after starting because those are, I find, to be the highest form of dr- drudgery. Mm-hmm. Do terms, The lowest forms. Do so, like, because most every single MMO quest is go here, kill X number of Y, and collect this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, or it's go here, pick up this object and come back it's almost always <clears throat> picking up quests at the hub go out into the world defeat enemies repeatedly like it's just like you repeat it's your chores. mechanics over it's and teaching over. you it's to do chores, chores. Yeah. like there's nothing yes, fun about exactly it there's nothing
0: engaging it's just here's a dumb thing you got to do
1: yeah exactly so i just find it to be the lowest it's just the worst kind of drudgery because i'm like i'm playing through this mmo i'm doing these quests i'm getting levels but like this isn't fun Mm. like the Mm. cool interactions with npcs that's fun looking at story that's fun hey theme park mmo why are you putting me through busy work for 30 minutes yeah like it's the most artificial of padding and it's just very frustrating going through it in the defense of that one there is there is one concept i actually do think applies to like the theme park kind of thing Zach, exactly what you're trying to talk about? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, From my playtime of it it is one thing I actually learned to appreciate from that. And uh, mm-hmm. this is very weird. Uh, MMO worlds can tend to be very big. Yeah. And sometimes those quests are just a way from get- for getting you to explore. Like, it's basically saying, there's a thing over there. You really should go over there and do that thing. And you kind of go to a new little hub and you do all the quests there. But it's really teaching yeah. you to explore. However, when you're like 50 hours into the game you can probably stop doing that yeah or hey this is a new zone like okay new zone all right that makes sense hey it's an old zone like literally fuck off mm. yeah mm. um so i think it's uh, i i genuinely even in a theme park mmo i think that style of design is just bad for exploring
0: when you say a theme park mmo i i'm not quite sure I'm, oh what so you mean. so
1: there's two major kinds of mmos there's the theme park mmo which is sort of like here you're on you're on the railroad and we're just gonna take you for a ride mm, okay so it's it's the kind of mmo where you know you just get moved from plot point a to b to c to d
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and then there are sandbox mmos which are the like your eve lines kind of mmo mm-hmm. or, you just kind of tossed in yeah, where you just sort of you're, where you you're more like tossed in. There might be some plot line going on, but like the the primary thing you're doing in that MMO is doing stuff that usually it's interactive with other people or like finding dungeons or mm-hmm. or mining resources in the case of Eve Online and like building shit.
2: Hmm. Yeah,
1: but that's one. It, it can be very annoying. It can be done well, like I said, when it's encouraged you to explore in something. But it's also like, all right, enough. Yeah so uh, i like i and and again i, I just want to say that like i don't think it's very good at encur- encouraging you to explore it's very mm. good at getting you to go to a place yeah um but the, the game basically so that that style of design teaches you to think in a very narrow mindset it doesn't actually like those particular quests don't help you to get in an, into like an exploration mindset they help mm. you to get into a like um a, a sort of like objective based mindset so like i think quests that have you go out into a space that sort of like naturally chain into other stuff that exists in the environment that's kind of a like that that gets you into an exploration move where like completing one quest you're
0: like oh there's this other thing over here like that would be a a really interesting design Mm -hmm. i would like to point out that it makes a lot of sense that you the experienced dm hate shitty side quests. Like, I feel like part of this is you judging other games for not putting in the effort that you put in into your campaigns. And, and some of the salt is just coming from that. And I think it's beautiful.
1: I It might be that, yeah. Uh, hmm. I just, I like to think of worlds as interactive spaces rather than whatever the hell theme park MMOs think worlds are.
0: Hmm. <laughs> is there anything else for single player? I, I have I had one more thing I could think of. I have a... Sp- I I don't know how to categorize this one, but Adam, I know you remember the beloved muscle foot from Star Fox adventure, correct? The um...
1: rewind a moment. Yeah, actually this ties in exactly into kind of what I was going to say. If, if it's what I'm thinking of, Okay. Muscle feet are the big, like, bipedal, like, oh,
0: I'm a big, strong
1: guy. Yes.
0: Okay. Yes. So um, this uh-huh. I, I, this comes from, Zach, you're talking about the dexterity issue. Muscle foot was yeah. like this boss in the game, or semi-boss, where you mm-hmm. had this challenge with this, this one tribe. You had to show your strength. And the way you did oh this God. was not to play the game as it had been played normally throughout the entirety of the game. It was to mash a button fast enough to overpower muscle foot so it was me slamming a button repeatedly and just not being able to beat this guy without a turbo controller Wait, are you are you saying that you were getting stopped by a qte it was a qte yeah. that was like super Ugh. like you had to just mash a button so quickly and i just couldn't do so, it
1: drew i have two things for you one The the other point I was gonna bring up was was back to dexterity and how that can get you mad.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm also really glad you brought up the Star Fox Adventure one because that is the exact point where I stopped playing that game. And
2: and the end. I did not beat the end. I did not beat
1: that game because that section is so ball bustingly hard for no adequate reason
0: what what makes me sad is like that game gets like you know a lot of hate and it it's kind of cute it's kind of fun but this one section makes it so impossible to recommend because it's like yeah like yeah. you basically get half a game here's
1: the other thing zach mm-hmm. the reason this is hard is because you're parent you're essentially on two ends of a rotating stick and you're kind of push the other person into this pit right mm-hmm. so you have to mash a but the problem is And this is where I got mad is you could literally be pushing it and you'll get him towards the very end. And out of nowhere, he gets this like sudden burst of strength that then pushes you back almost over. And like at that point, like you're kind of already tired from having to hit this button and and you just kind of like, it feels like the game just says, nah. And then it makes fun of you for losing. Like the guy goes, pathetic. And it's like...
0: I have that voice clip burned in my head. I'm so mad at it. You know, it got to a point where it was like, oh, am I supposed to lose? Do I need to like hunt for a treasure? And like, I I tried looking around to see if there was just something else I was supposed to do and there wasn't. The game was just being really frustratingly difficult for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the weird thing.
1: It's like, it's not how the game was played prior. You would think a match of strength would be like a combat challenge, but no, it's this weird button mash they're like, here, have some variation in your gameplay, but, you know, make it the most boring variation of humanly imaginable. Yeah, it yeah. was like
0: this weird, disgusting cocktail of bad stuff. It was uh, like, out of nowhere. My real question the flow. is. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Okay,
1: so my question is Did every single person who test the game, like, were they just all incredibly good button mashers? I don't know like (laughs) i honestly don't but that kind of brings me back to a point i was making about like how dexterity in game can make you very angry where like you literally feel like you you physically cannot do this thing Mm -hmm. and um there's an argument to be said of like you know oh well somebody had to have beaten it so it can be done but that almost makes it worse because you're like well then why can't i do it (laughs) i i don't know maybe that's just me
0: i mean i i get that too in the age of let's plays and like people beating like everything on maximum difficulty with level one and like no hits like i i kind of have just been humbled in that respect but maybe
1: that's why i'm more like on edge about it because i watch these people do them like oh i can do that yeah
0: i I, weird because like with me it's like i see and i'm just like okay like i get that someone can do this but it it they ain't it doesn't me. have to be dream, you know. It's just, yeah. that's that's your life. That that's what you did. Yeah. Let's move on to multiplayer. So so multiplayer. What conditions allow for rage in the multiplayer spectrum?
1: The fact that there are other people. Yeah, other humans.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's so there's basically everything from the
1: single player stuff we've talked about before, like being unable to execute on mechanics and things like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But Ex- uh, uh, failed expectations. Uh, sometimes flow, but multiplayer games are generally, I think try not to have that uh yeah and there's so, a de- there's definitely a dexterity problem so sometimes. there's so there's the sort of like so so i think when we're talking about multiplayer games i think there's there's like i i would separate like uh what we we're talking about into frustration with opponents and frustration with cooperators
2: mm.
1: yeah so i think um. with opponents the primary frustration is they beat you real real good <laughs> like yeah it, it, that feeling of being outplayed is yeah uh that's that is almost exactly why people get angry at fighting games hell that's why i get them angry at fighting games is because yeah. you just feel like man i just got it. well sometimes when it's a really it's a really even match it can feel like damn that was good we were, we were evenly matched but sometimes you get bodied and it's like matchmaking game service why the hell did you think this was gonna work like what the hell yeah so i i for instance, I was I watched the Overwatch League. It was playing earlier today. One team completely stomped another team, and you could see that losing team getting very upset. Yeah, like you could see them getting frustrated and angry. And I think that's something that's sort of natural when it comes to competitive um, competitive sports in general. Yeah, and so it's it's interesting to you know it it's it's just a natural aspect of, the, of that competition that like when so when you are outmatched against somebody. You just, like, you feel totally defeated. You feel deflated in a lot of ways. Yeah, and I think it's because, like, when you get beaten by, like, a single-player game, you realize that it's an AI beating you. And that Mm -hmm. there are, and you kind of internally know, like, okay, this is part of the game. There must be something I can do. When you play against, like, an actual human player, um, there's often just stuff, like, no, there really is nothing you could have done better. You literally just got, like, rolled that hard yeah uh now admittedly there could have been things you may have done that would have maybe tipped it over but sometimes no it's literally just there's another person on the other side that beat you yeah they they just they had the better mechanics and they beat you out um Mm. and to to kind of go off of what uh what zach was saying because it's another person sometimes when i'm playing a fighting game i'm like literally seeing the other person next to me and like even that will get me even more mad like sometimes (laughs) when it's a multiplayer i can't see them so it's like all right, whatever. This is kind of me just being petty at this, but sometimes if you're playing a fight, you can literally look to the person and be like, all right, what the shit was that? Yeah. Well, that's why, I mean, this is this is the primary reason why Nat, Matt never places his mains when we play Smash with him. Yeah, because I feel like people would be like, all right, dude, come on now. This is, Yeah, exactly. This they, is they, not like, fun. It's not fun to get completely smashed in Smash. Hey. Hey. Um, and I was going to say, uh, to move on to like teammates sometimes teammates are also you would think playing with your friends would make it super easy but sometimes even that makes it uh more easy to get salted like salty about it yeah because you sort of like again it's it's sort of like you're with your allies so you think like oh yeah like we can coordinate all these plays and things like that Mm. and then it just doesn't come together i was playing apex i've been playing apex over the last week Mm. Um, fun game but uh like, and I've been playing with Basil and Sam, and, and we'll get in, and we'll play a game together, and, like, I can't count the number of times that, like, we get into a firefight, and, like, our communication just totally breaks down, and it's really frustrating. Yeah. And it can make you get salty, because, like, you feel like... Okay, this is a very honest opinion. This has sometimes happened even when we play Overwatch as friends. I, yeah. I'd sit there getting, like, annoyed, because, like, I thought playing with my friends would mean we'd have somewhat more better communication, but I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> like, that has happened. We Now... To our credit, Zach, we did get better at it, especially as we were focusing more. But the problem is, if you're playing with your friends and each of them starts individually getting tilted, or, hell, even if you don't know the other people, if your other teammates start getting tilted, you start getting oh tilted as God. well, because it's like, well, fuck it, now I can't do anything.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. You need yeah, a team yeah. I've, therapist. I've you, you need someone who yeah. just keeps everybody calm.
1: <laughs> I actually, I honestly think that's why, um, I, I was going to say, for my money, I think Salt... Uh, happens more in multiplayer yeah uh, yeah. and especially competitive multiplayer single player it's you you know a single player game it's you versus the game and what you can do versus what it can do and there's kind of and again there's that kind of contract that you can be able to beat this in a competitive multiplayer there is no guarantee of being able to win and sometimes you can you get mad because you've been outplayed but sometimes it can you get upset because you feel like the people that are supposed to be your allies are cooperating with you have let you down, which means you can't do what you wanted to do. And Mm -hmm. which kind of leads in that failed expectation of, I was expecting you guys to do this so I could do this, but Mm -hmm. that didn't happen.
0: So you get more angry at your fellow teammates as opposed to your enemies. Like, there's no enemy behavior that just has you go like, oh man, fuck that person. It's it's Well, every once in a
1: while, like, okay, so if for example in overwatch if the opposing team just hasn't uh, that has like a god tier widow and just keeps sniping your your team you're gonna notice that and you're gonna get angry about it but even then like it's a sort of like well they just have a really good widow what do you what can mm-hmm. i do about that hmm. but, yeah uh, when when like you're trying to work with your team and you feel like it's not working out properly that's it's a situation that you feel like you have control over when in a lot of cases you just kind of don't yeah Mm. and to be fair i'm not saying i always get personally upset at like my my teammates because like i said i i tend to be kind of chill or i don't think it's generally the case that people usually get mad with your teammates i think it happens when somebody's individual quirk that gets them tilted happens Mm -hmm. they kind of lash out and that kind of uh tilts other people and then everybody's off kilter Mm. yeah exactly so like one person gets salty which makes the next person salty and things like that and i definitely will agree to this uh despite the fact that i pretty sure i am the cause of more than a few incidences (laughs) of the salt yeah again it it, that it kind of comes down to hey somebody has something um you have drew here as a second point and i know we've had did we do an episode on toxic
0: behavior i I think we Oh might i think it might have come up at some point in the past i don't know if it's ever been a full episode Uh, toxic behavior really does trigger or tilt people in in games because
1: it's like, it's one thing to lose to a gracious winner where somebody says, Hey man, good game you played. And you can be like, cause I've had that when I'm playing like a fighting game where you're like, okay, he was just better, but you know, I can learn from this. I'm going to walk away with some of my pride kind of deal. When somebody's an asshole, even it stings even more and gets you even more riled up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Like, uh... this is this is the place where you do get angry at people you're playing against like i still get angry in overwatch when people are like gg easy and i'm like
0: screw you hmm like when i do play multiplayer when i do play online like i i usually just end up being pretty chill i usually don't feel too invested in any one match or the other just because you know it's you know, you're kind of there for fun and like everything's kind of wacky and like it's kind of hard to really feel like you owned a victory or not, even though it feels really good if your team does win. I will say like nothing Mm -hmm. like takes me out of wanting to be in that space more than if someone, be they on my team or someone else's team, like is kind of just being a shitty person. And I know that's kind of vague, but like, like, I, I will take the competitive element of the game out of the equation. That's just part of how it is. You're going to win, you're going to lose. You kind of agree to that when you sign on to a game. What I don't right. like is yeah. when someone's like, Doing a bunch of weird racist shits or like trying to like be like a 12 year old edgelord and like, you know, say a bunch of weird shitty things about people. And basically Hmm. when people are not playing the game for any one thing or the other, but they're using it as like a ground to be a nasty person that they don't have to take responsibility for anything. Right. And I feel like that exists in games all over the spectrum like that that'll piss me off that'll typically just make me like oh be yeah like, i'm out i'm off of this server i don't want anything to do with this that happened with team fortress Ooh, geez. Mm. very not not recently but it's kind of why i don't really like playing that game anymore it has nothing to do with the mechanics It has to do with the community and a lot of the community has just become Oof. a lot of like really that's rough annoying people that i just don't i can't listen to without like getting pissed off at you know and like i don't know mm-hmm. maybe that's me not having thick enough skin but i do feel like online games become this ground for people to just like basically vent out something that they have at home and we all get to suffer and it drives me insane and it really pisses me off. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I I know what you, you mean by that. Um, I've gotten to the point, um, when playing multiplayer games that like the second I get, the second I see someone acting like that, it is immediate report and then just be done with it. Yeah. just sort of like, And and after that point, like whatever, I've already reported this person. They're they're gonna get disciplined, probably.
0: Yeah, and like I know Uh, there's reporting. I know there are like steps that I can do to help in those situations. It's just like I don't even know if it's rage, but it just kind of like puts this like poison in me where it's just like, man, I I I just don't even want to do this anymore. Like like fuck this person. Yeah, no,
1: I I know, I know, I know, I know exactly what you mean. Remember those games before. Remember what Master Yoda says. Mm -hmm. Fear
0: leads to anger anger leads to hate hate leads to suffering don't hate those other people you right you right yoda you right that was a really good yoda (laughs) impression damn Uh, dude (laughs) that was fucking good (laughs) should we move on to i I think we should the next part
1: stories Um, but
0: (laughs) well i guess do we have any any rage stories or any salty stories we want to tell seeing as how we're here
1: i i have a couple that i have I think I've told both of these on this mm-hmm. podcast at different times, but now so it's I'm a gonna, good, good point. To bring I'm going to throw one thing in. Uh, let's tell our story, and then let's see if we can identify one of the like elements we mentioned in the previous two questions that, oh, that happened gonna play, here. We're going to play a assault game. Um, <laughs> so the first one I'm going to get is—actually, this is going to be great. Uh, when I was—I don't remember specifically what I was doing, but I remember I was playing Bloodborne, and— <laughs> uh-huh. And it was very hot outside. Oh. And my room is a heat box, and I was getting very sweaty. This is confirmed. <laughs> uh, and I was just, like, playing the game. I was, like, losing to the same boss over and over and over again. Do you remember which one? I don't, actually. Uh-oh. Um, I think it was a Briatus. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh. that makes sense. That was a rough... It's a rough boss. But uh, I lost like five or six times and then i stood up extremely sweaty threw my controller on my bed which was funny to me because i remember i was almost incoherently angry at that point (laughs) but i was cognizant enough to know throw your controller on the bed and not on the ground good move zach good move (laughs) (laughs) and like i threw it on my bed it didn't break and i was like okay i think it's time we stop (laughs) <laughs> and so I just sort of like I respawn my character respawned and I stopped playing and now I have a rule that I can't play Soulsborne games when it's like super sweaty in my room. That's fair. You know what? That's one thing we didn't mention. You know what can like get you saltier than anything? Just the environment around you. Oh, if it's yeah. too hot if like you start getting annoyed at every little thing cuz dude, I I remember what game was it? I remember getting so angry that I so I just stood up and yelled, "Why the hell is it so hot in here?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly like i was playing this game and getting progressively sweatier and, sweatier and sweatier and sweatier and i was just like i hate everything can i tell you something i have a thing that i've noticed i have what i would call a salt tick you know how people have like when you're playing <laughs> poker people have like a tell or a tick or something they have yeah yeah you will know if i'm getting legit salty at something because uh most of the time i'm wearing je- long long jeans if I am getting mad, I will progressively pull my pants further and further up the legs of the jeans, further and further up my legs, and I don't know why I do this. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna be looking so for that for when, now on. When, when I am
1: Zach, there were more than one boss in Bloodborne where I was sitting there and my pants are rolled up like past my knee, and I'm just like sitting there like I can't. Ooh, I'm so mad. <laughs> That's such, that's such an interesting tick. And I call them my angry shorts because now they, cause they don't feel... <laughs> they're not comfy because my legs are all bunched up, but they're, like, as short as shorts. It's, oh like, God. actively making the problem worse. You're, like, putting your pants into, like, a more uncomfortable position. Yeah. uh, But it, I'm curious because, like, in Bloodborne, there's a couple bosses I actually... Actually, a lot of the Souls ones I feel like fail from that, like, dexterity or failed expectation thing where you're, like, I should have been able to dodge there, but I felt like I couldn't or... I know for a couple times, you just you can just call it, that's bullshit that that move hit me. Like, mm. yeah that hitbox should not have hit me. Yeah, Bloodborne every once in a while will just slam you with something, and you're just like, it was okay, I guess. But like that's why they have the rally system. <laughs> like, I remember in Ebrietta's fight, it would be like, uh, I'm you pretty this- sure I'm out of the range of this thing, right? And like, wrong- oh, no, you're not. No. No, like with Ibriatis, there is one safe spot, and that is where you must attack from. Remember when she does her big charge? She, like, puts her head down and, like, charges at you? Yes. There's actually a game mechanic in there that you probably wouldn't have known, but um, when you dodge, you dodge in a circle around them. So if you want to dodge that charge, you have to unlock and then dodge to actually get the distance away oh. from it. And it's like. Yeah, I beat her without doing that, mostly because like, I just stood right the... right the fuck next to her. But... Yeah. But that's a good
0: one. <laughs> I-, I can relate to that very well. Yeah. Drew, you got one? You know, I I can't think of a particular boss. I can't think of a particular game, but I do know that there was something during my teenage years where, you know, the hormones are kicking in, everything's great. I was very frustrated with one game and like I, I was on the couch and like something happened and I kicked the couch and my foot like broke the armrest of the couch. Oh no and Uh i heard this loud wooden crack and i was so angry that i just kind of looked at it and just went fucking perfect and then i just like a few seconds later was like oh shit like it took a second for me (laughs) to like get back to reality like for whatever reason it was just like oh well this just adds to the oh oh wait a second no i have done something terrible oh crap (laughs) um like, I was in this weird, hazy zone of, like, nihilism. I don't know, like, nothing mattered anymore. And then it did, and it was very bad. But yeah, yeah. I don't know the game I was playing, though, so that's really frustrating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's
1: that's rough, dude.
0: I mean, it was just me being a dumb teenager and getting way too into a certain game. It might have been DMC3, for all I know. Oh, God. I don't know. I, I have
1: a similar one. It actually kind of takes elements from both... Zach Andrews, uh, I was playing a game, I, I think I've told this story before, I was playing a game called Killer is Dead. Ooh. Killer is Dead is a hack and slash by Suda51, and Suda51 has some very trippy game design stuff. Um, he has very bizarre games, but they aren't always the most polished or smooth, they're very janky and kind of clunky. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the challenges was to dodge like all these moves and don't take a hit while killing this one enemy, it was one of the challenge missions. And I swear I had done this mission like 30 times and it fall like it breaks the, it failed my expectation. Cause like every time I thought I would dodge, it's like the timing keeps, feels like it keeps being different. It breaks the flow because you have, instead of being able to just retry the mission over and over, you have to watch this cutscene of like the challenge attendant telling you, Oh, why did you do that? Like, cause you failed and then oh, it reloads no. you out and you have to load back into a menu. So it's. Yeah. get this message sit on a load screen walk up to the npc talk to the npc pick the mission sit on a load screen then you can fight it again
0: oh god that's like horrible and
1: i was getting so mad that i remember i almost snapped my ps3 controller in half holy crud and i was just because i was twisting it and i heard kind of like what drew said i heard plastic start like whining and breaking and i was like oh <laughs> and i kind of gently pushed the analog sticks back into the ps3 controller oh no <laughs> uh, oh this God. is how i learned that yes you can pull an analog stick up and down off its bearing on the in the controller i and have it's to like, ask why were you pulling okay.
0: the sticks off the controller? i wasn't i was just like
1: twit i was just twisting it like yeah imagine you're holding a ps4 controller or something in your hand mm-hmm. now rotate your hands so it's you're basically snapping it in half like you're rotating them outward oh, or uh, sorry oh, you're rotating dear. your fist inward it's like
0: argh. oh dear oh dear that is yeah, i did no beat it a moment sir
1: i yeah. did beat that challenge i felt no joy when i beat it because i had i felt like i had to cheese it out um so i didn't even get my satisfaction i just ne- i just stopped playing that game after that it was like all right that's over and thank you <laughs> which is weird. unfortunate because it's a very fun aesthetic game i i should show you guys that mm-hmm
0: the the game that yeah no killer I've heard
1: I've heard Killer is Dead is a really really good game so yeah. or I, I hear it's an interesting game thank you c 51 there we go it's a it is an interesting game I'm playing Deadly Premonition right now which could also be described as a interesting game uh who is that that's uh Swery yeah that's Sweary, yeah uh do you guys have any more salt stories I have maybe... I have one more mm, I have one no. more that I can tell tale I the tale. know I've told this story here before this is basically. Fuck Nameless King. Nah. Yeah. Dark Souls 3, there's a boss called Nameless King. Uh huh. And I was streaming the game for my good friend, and I think I did that boss like 30 times before I beat him. Sounds about right. And Adam was there to watch part of it, and he saw me getting progressively angry at this boss fight. <laughs> well, it's um, funny, is. Because I was in your chat, but I actually wasn't yeah. watching it. Um, oh, I do remember listening to you and I was like, what the fuck is going on over there? Yeah. So basically my largest frustration with, with Nameless King was probably phase one. Phase two mm-hmm. is can be frustrating, but it's frustrating in the normal boss kind of way. Mm-hmm. But uh, phase one just threw me off. Like, it tilted me off the side of a cliff. <laughs> like, because phase one is a dragon fight. And if you don't know... The camera controls in Dark Souls are bad when it comes to anything in the air. That game has a really hard time doing anything not one on one. Yeah, um, if it's if it's not level with you, you have no idea what the hell's going on. And uh, I'll be honest, it's kind of one of the reasons I'm always surprised people sit in like Marvel, like, oh man, uh, Smo, uh, God, who are, who are the two the oh, two bosses? Smo? Argenti and Smo, it's like, oh, they're so good. And it's like, you know why they're good? Cuz both of them generally stay together, so you can see them. It really sucks when two enemies are on like at either side cuz Dark Souls cameras don't seem to know what to do with that. Oh god, Dark Souls camera never know what to do with that. But like, uh, Argenti and Smo worked like once because they stuck together. Yeah, cuz they were usually standing nearby each other. You could always see see one when you could see the other one. But uh but this fight but the first stage of Nameless King is like the dragon is in the air and he's with the king. So you're, like, so they're together. The problem I have with it is that the camera is bad at looking (laughs) up. And so there were a lot of occasions where, like, I would be, like, looking and the normal camera angle would be on because you can't lock on because sweet gods, that sends you into madness. Mm -hmm. But, like, you'd be, like, looking straight and basically, like, the head of the dragon would be, like, behind the camera or, like it'd be obscuring part of the screen or like maybe the body of the dragon is obscuring part of the screen and you're just kind of stuck there like having to sort of like secondhand guess and if you can't if you mess up where your camera is then you don't know what the dragon's head's doing so you don't know what move they're doing next so you can't predict what they're gonna do like once you get your camera in a situation where you can see the fucking dragon the fight gets a lot easier but I had a really hard time finagling with the camera to get it to show me what the hell was going on. Yeah. Camera controls, I find, are probably, like, number one with the bullet the most salt and do-seeing things because uh it it feels like now you're, not only are you fighting the challenge the game is giving you, now you're actively just fighting the game to, like, just fucking show me what I want to see. Yeah, it's just, like... turn this way. It's, like, it's a total frustration of, like, why can't I see the thing? I need to see the thing that I need to deal with. Mm -hmm. like and so it made the fight like for me it made it a whole lot harder to deal with i mean if you ask josh or drew who watched me do most of those runs they would probably say get good but well here's the one problem with 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 challenges like that is that once you do it you kind of know the tricks so it's very like when somebody's it can often be hard like after you've beaten a challenge to look at somebody who's now struggling with it and see the same thing they're seeing because you've already you already see through the problem where they're still figuring it out so like they might be able to say like, oh yeah, you should have just done this. But like when you're fighting it for the first time, it's like, well, why the hell does that make sense? Yeah. Or why, why do I have to spin the camera that way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like, Getting that down was probably the hardest part of that fight. And yeah, it is It is an infamously salty moment that I have. And uh, it will never leave me because uh, Drew never lets anything go. Not you. The, <laughs> other, the other
0: Drew. I was going to say, I was going to say, I didn't even see this. I didn't even know this happened. Short,
1: short Drew never lets anything go.
0: I figured, Our as, good much. Friend I figured Drew. as much. I And it is true. He has, <laughs> he has quite a memory. Uh, Adam, you got uh, a story queued up? I do. And unfortunately... I'm the one
1: causing salt in somebody else. Mm-hmm. Ooh! So me and my buddy Jordan love playing fighting games. And we, me and him will occasionally get together and play fighting games together. And one day I wanted to play Tekken Tag Tournament 2. Tekken Tag, because I like Tekken. Um, I'm not very good at it, but I like playing it. And he hadn't played it before. So I wanted to play something. And I wanted to play one of my, like, a goofy team. So I pick Kuma and Panda. Both of them are just the giant bear characters. And I don't mean they're large <laughs> men. No, they're bears. literal bears. Like they're like one's a grizzly bear, the other's a panda. And Jordan was picking all of his characters. And what happened was I found this thing that Jordan never figured out how to counter, which was all I had to do was alternate left punch, right punch, left punch, right punch. Because they would just do this like bear swipe thing over and over. And it was really interesting... To watch Jordan get more and more and more frustrated because he couldn't land it. Because, again, I'd played it, like, twice. He had played it, like, none. And it was, like, I wasn't trying to, like, piss him off. Or, like, I wasn't trying to be like, oh, I'm so much better. It was like, wow, this thing's just working. That's amazing. (laughs) And it got to the point where he said, turn that game off right now. And we have never played Tekken Tag Tournament 2 (laughs) ever again. (laughs) Um. He also got really mad at one point when, because when we were playing Smash, I wanted to play Ridley a lot, and so he sat there and played like thirty games of playing against uh, my Ridley, and my Ridley was not good because I was I just picked him up to learn him, and I was like, "But Jordan, I just want to learn how to play Ridley." He's like, "I just want to play something that's not Ridley," and it's like, "It's like okay."
0: why was he so mad at ridley Um, like you were just trying to learn how to play him like whatever
1: well because he played like well he didn't want to play against ridley again because he had played against ridley like 30 times in a row yeah it's one of those i have one goal in mind he has a different and it's like could you please not play keep playing ridley could you pick someone else Mm, and it's like um now, Drew, I'm very curious. Which story did you think I was going to tell?
0: Well, I mean, I guess I guess I lost my bet. I, I thought you were going to talk about Koss. I, I have a... Th-
1: I have a, th- I have a th- about what? About Koss. The Orphan of Koss. You of know costs. what? I actually was just about to bring that up. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> so, no. Drew, you still get your money.
0: Yay! Um, Invisible oof. money is mine. I,
1: I have a notoriously salty moment where a boss in Bloodborne literally gave me an anxiety attack <laughs> um the orphan of costs uh and the reason drew no uh, you know what drew as soon as you said i know what story adam's gonna tell i'm like he's probably expecting me to tell the orphan of cost story and i guess i'm gonna have to bring that up
0: i mean you don't have to if, um, if, if it's not a salty. oh no no him. no I, oh it, we brought it
1: up it's here it's on the table i think i've actually talked about it before but um it's good to actually talk about it in terms of like why i was getting mad at it um instead of just oh i got mad at this Mm-hmm. one of the last bosses in bloodborne in the dlc is the orphan of kos and he is this about zach have you fought him before uh yes i never beat him, him but i fought him okay well you know what he looks like yep. he's a roughly human-sized opponent he's, he's a, a little bit he's taller taller he is a dual boss fight you know it's one it's moddy mono he's basically got the same move set wow. uh, he hits incredibly hard he is incredibly fast and um When I was playing through this run, I was going for a very particular build that up until that point had kind of worked, but in this one fight just wasn't working for me. So I fought that guy so many damn times that it was like three in the morning. I had to turn the game off and I just got in bed because I was like, I needed like (laughs) calm down. I couldn't sleep for an hour. So I got up at four in the morning, turned the game back on and tried for another two hours. Damn. Holy shit. Uh, One... This was pro. Me being that tired was not helping. Yeah. Uh, I was getting massively tilted because what was happening was I had tried a new build because I wanted to just try something different, and I was now sitting there thinking I fucking could have beaten this boss if I had my old build or something, but that would mean replaying this whole area and I I, I or like replaying the whole game to get here, and I had hit a point where uh, one of the reasons it had really upset me was because. I had realized I'd been playing nothing but Soulsborne's games for, like, a year. And I just wanted to be done with it. And this was, like, the last thing I had to do at the time to say, I'm done or I'm satisfied with it. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, because I couldn't beat it, I couldn't put it away and play something else, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was getting even more salty. There's the de- there's a dexterity problem where I'm like, I, I think I should have dodged that. Why does he seem to be just pulling this... Like, these tails are just not what I'm expecting. Uh, and he has a thing that it's an environmental aesthetic thing where he has this crazy yell he does all the time got this stupid scream yeah I think that did more like damage to my performance than anything else to the point where I would actually play other music or mute the game just so I wouldn't have to listen to it oh wow uh, and I eventually beat that boss by calling it an, a- an assist I was like okay come here I'm done no more one on one work just killing him I- I'm t- I'm done
2: mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah. So uh,
1: I need to do that, by the way. Uh, you know, so at some point people were like, "Oh, don't you feel bad? Don't you feel you should go back and get him?" I was like, "No, no, I don't. I don't yeah. care." I then also went back to the other boss that I hadn't beaten, which was uh Lawrence, and I was like, "Okay, now I'm summoning in two assists. One of them was Matt Brown. <laughs> Matt oh, had his arcane build and sat at the far end of the corner and just nuked him from the corner. He was like, so." <laughs> I've never had this happen, boys, oh, where I literally just sat there and like, that'll teach you to fuck with me, <laughs> video game. Now I'm going home.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. Oh my god, that's amazing. I,
1: I think I I had that maximum frustration moment with the... Uh, I, I mean, at the end of Dark Souls 3, I didn't even try to solo the last few bosses. I was just like, yeah, you know what? I'm good. And just summon didn't help. I, uh, I think there's a point in all of these games, and pretty much any game with challenge, where you're just like, you know what? I now know the limits of my ability. Maybe I could come back and try this again later, but right now, I just need to beat this boss so I can even see more of the fight. Maybe even just look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Cause that's the problem with like a lot of the Souls things, or like a challenge where uh Zach, do you remember you fighting um Oh my god, uh Ludwig? Yes. I remember you getting so salty at it, All and right. at one point in time the boss goes into a form change. He like stands up and now he has a complete move set. The part that I remember of that that was interesting was you were getting mad just because like you were trying to master this one form and then all of a sudden here's this entirely different thing. So all of that yeah. skill set was just like, okay, well that doesn't help anymore. Yeah. And then the problem it, is the second. The thing is, is that it didn't take me that many tries on his second form in order to get it. It's just, it was so frustrating that like I beat the first form and then I was like, oh no well that can even get you upset because you feel like okay i could i could do that second one if i could get to it and now i'm stuck on this first part i can't beat this part if i'm not mistaken and that's why eventually i summoned in npcs and have them do Uh the dirty work for me
0: (laughs) if i'm not mistaken that second form it also has like a giant like fu move with the sword right where it just like it does it has like multiple
1: but honestly i don't find them quite as bad i don't know I think it's because I had help on that second form well, like I had an NPC there. In that particular instance, it's because um when he stands up, his even though he's bigger and can do more damage, he also has massive blind spots like right yeah. under him. Yeah, exactly. His first form uh again falls to the I thought I had dodged that. Yeah, it, and then some random leg kicks you and you're like It okay. literally the game literally won't shut up to let me focus um yeah that's actually a criticism i have on some games where i get they're going for an aesthetic i get they're going for a thing this video game needs to shut up and let me focus and mm. stop trying to hit me with all of its like visual or auditory things or like oh isn't this intense like no yeah the thing shut is, up yeah, yeah the thing is specifically with the ludwig fight actually drew, uh, drew you've done the Ludwig fight right yep so during the ludwig fight like that game the, like that fight overwhelms you when you're doing it
0: Oh, I with, mean, with
1: the the visual and the audio and like the me, and like the beast himself Ludwig is just on top of you the entire fight oh yeah, I mean like the first mm-hmm. half at least
0: that's the point where the DLC just says oh you really want to come to town son and it just it throws everything at you very quickly like yeah I yeah like cost is quantifiably harder but like Ludwig is very much like a like welcome to the jungle kid moment and like it yeah it's, it's rough yeah it's... it is a rough fight <laughs> Uh But
1: yeah, and so that was probably my saltiest, my saltiest that it actually fell into legit despair at one point. Oh no. Um, Yeah. Which was not great. And I don't, I I actually think I made a very concerted effort after that point to be like, you either need, like, you kind of need to be able to pull yourself back from a game or something like that. Mm. Because I don't think I'll ever be in that kind of situation again where it's like, I want to play something else. Because now it's like, you know what, if I'm kind of having trouble with this game, or I feel I have, I, I've kind of completed it. It's like, you know what, I'm done.
0: Yeah, I get that. Kind of deal. Well, maybe it's uh, time for, we got, we've got our final, final question. Um, But then we have this one little off to the side one that I kind of wanted to ask um oh, okay you know uh does a game of chance frustrate you more or less than a game that is no random generator whatsoever um just kind of wanted to get your opinions and thoughts you know chance once
1: you realize that the random chance is completely out of your hands i find it way less frustrating really I just, mm-hmm. like uh it well it's because then my expectations regarding the random like if if i know something is random like actually just like a die roll or something like that mm. it becomes less frustrating because it's just like it's just gonna be what it is mm-hmm. mm. like and, yeah. and my expectation for it it like it's like in D anD D. like you roll a lot of d20s in D D. if you just go into it with the expectation that every single one of your rolls is going to be a failure you will never be disappointed
0: you know that's that's a that's an optimistic way of looking at it man i appreciate yeah. that like that's I've opened up so many loot boxes in Overwatch. Like,
1: at a certain point, it's just like, eh. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be four dupes. Yeah, exactly. I like. I know it is gonna be. What was it? Uh, I'm kind of the same. Uh, I, I can go either way. I totally see what what Zach's saying. Hmm. Where, uh, at some point, you kind of know a game is gonna be completely random chance, and that in itself can be some can be liberating because then you know if it goes one way or the other, it's really not. It's not a fault of mine. It is literally just how the game is going to play out. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I think I start getting frustrated with it is where random chance starts affecting like what parts of a game I can do, or if I have to do something again, kind of. Do. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. If so, it's locking off some other part of the game, then you're yeah. In so the hell zone, let me see but... if I can. Um, if it's random chance, and I know I know for a hundred percent fact, there's nothing I could have done then it's kind of like, all right, whatever. But there's kind of a caveat to that in that depends on how much work I had to get to actually get to that point. You know, mm-hmm. it really sucks when you've played like an hour of a game and it says, okay, you're going to be at this, you're going to get this point. It's going to randomly give you something. Uh, let's say maybe it's like a weapon or a, uh, an item or a party member will happen to be there randomly or something. It can really upset me if it's like you had to play that whole section just to get up to that point and i think that's where like shit like save scumming starts showing up where you like save right before a thing to oh, try yeah. to game that mm-hmm. uh, i remember there was a couple parts in i think it was like persona 4 with like the fishing mini game where it's like i want to go fish but i also know this game the mini game is kind of persnickety so i'm going to save right before so i don't have to so in case it randomly decides no if that didn't work I can just try again, and I don't have to replay a bunch of stuff. Hmm. In particular, uh, in Persona Three and Persona Four, you played you played the better version of Persona Four, Adam. I played mm-hmm. the old version of it, where uh, fusing personas was a son of a fucking like it would drive you up a wall because like the uh, the when you fuse personas in three and four in the base level base game of four that I, on PS two, um, it would randomly assign abilities to inherit onto the next persona Mm -hmm. but if you backed completely out of the menu and redid it again it would change it up like the die would get re-rolled you'd be like you'd be rolling out and back into the menu repeatedly in order to uh in order to like get the abilities you wanted on the persona that you were making and that i can tell you right now is the biggest time waster in the world Hmm. so to kind of answer your question for myself I I fully agree with what Zach's saying. If it really does count down to a luck of the draw, that's okay. Uh, For me personally, I always appreciate a game more if there's a way I can do a thing. So let's say it's like, hey, here's a random drop of an item you want from an enemy. I always appreciate it a thousand percent more if there's a way I can either build that item or some other way I can get it. Like, you know, it's like, hey, that item is really rare, but me and you might have to do some crafting for it. You could build it that way. I was like, okay, That's Mm. fine. Or, hey, uh, like one of the things that I'm playing right now is Monster Hunter World. And the way it divvies out gems is you beat a monster and you can get gems and you get these gems and it it gives you more and more skills that you can put on. But sometimes, but like those are random because it's kind of handing you out because you're already going to be running this monster over and over. But if you're expecting or looking for one in particular, that can get really annoying. And there are some you can build right out like you can fuse, but then there are some that you have to find in this method. And that can be frustrating. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Hmm. What about you, dude? What what are your thoughts on chance?
0: I mean, you guys bring up some pretty good points. Uh, I, I was originally in the realm of, it's like a high risk, high reward for me. Like I play a lot of roguelikes or I like roguelikes and random Uh chance is kind of like what makes those games interesting without random. They're just sort of like linear paths um that said oh, yeah. i i guess when i think of random i think of like random splash damage or like random attack patterns where it's just like oh okay there's no way for me to account for this i just have to pray that the attack doesn't hit me well and that- random
1: attack i mean well i take that back random attack patterns is something that comes up in like soulsborne games but I think, like, random attack patterns, in terms of, I'm thinking in terms of, like, a schmup. If there's a totally random attack pattern in a shmup, then that shmup was made wrong.
0: Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> I,
1: I agree with you, Drew, on the thing of, like, random splash damage, because I've had that happen in games. Oh, yeah. Uh, but then a part of me, like, clicks in my hands like, no... It wasn't quite random. You could have been outside of its radius entirely and not dealt with it at all. I know, and that—that's
0: that's where the frustration lies. Where there's that grain of like, oh, you know, what it does still fall on me, even if you're playing dirty. Yeah, you That's <laughs> if we didn't—if we didn't out and out say it, that is
1: one thing that generates salt in single player. The sudden realization of that was my fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: the responsibility is yours, whether you like
1: it or not. <laughs> Unlike the real world, in a video game, you're wholly responsible for your actions. <laughs> or you're, you're wholly responsible for the situation you find yourself in. Mm. Yeah. It's like, oof. Oh. Big oof. Um. Mm. Indeed. But yeah.
0: Well, I, I feel like we've addressed this question. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to say on the powers of random that be? Or perhaps we should go to our final, our finale, as it were? Our, let's go to our finale, because I actually let's really did want to talk this. about it. Yes, our finishing move. Um, what should one do when encountering gaming rage results Um basically we've been talking about, you know, what makes us angry, what happens when we find other people who are angry, and this is just sort of a, okay, how do we get past this? What do we do? Uh Adam, you seem to I, have a pretty good approach of, you know what, I'm yeah, gonna take a I'm step back, I'm gonna call in some help. Um Yeah.
1: So there's a weird phenomenon I've noticed in games uh th- about and I-, I think this is kind of true for everything is that have you guys ever noticed in a game where you are stuck in a part and you just keep trying and trying and trying and you finally get into a really good rhythm mm-hmm. like maybe it's a like the example i'm thinking of is like a platforming section maybe you've like you're finally mm-hmm. at that last platform section and then like then you start being aware of what you're doing or maybe some little slip up happens and all of a sudden it feels like all of the mental progress you've built up is just gone yes it sucks yep <laughs> It, it's rough i had that happen to me a lot especially in platforming games and the trick i had to teach myself was to kind of kind of like what you said drew is kind of leave the game and come back or maybe go look up something of what am i missing there there might be just something i'm not seeing because uh, mm-hmm. I, I do value the idea of i'm going to try it my best on my first try but if i really am stuck i i don't feel there's any shame in like being able to go like i really don't see anything internet or friend or something what am i missing And then they might tell you it. And I think that gives you a good chance to like pull away from the game, calm yourself down, reset, because now you do know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of kind of putting everything you know back into practice. Yeah. 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 I I definitely agree with that. Is, is, like, to the the core of that, if you start noticing you're getting really, really salty, like, just taking like a hard break and being like, okay, don't do that for Mm -hmm. a while, let your mind sort of reset. Um yeah, I, and I, I would almost I would suggest doing like um something that involves a little bit of mental activity that you can like focus on, but is sort of like a mindless kind of task.
2: Mm-hmm. Um
1: just to sort of like reset your mental palate and get it like reprepared to go back in if you want to go
0: retry it. Yeah. I, I typically I typically time box or like I'll give myself like a certain amount of retries if it's like a frustration thing like you know like mm-hmm. okay I, I'm gonna try this for like another 15-20 minutes or something or like I got three tries left on this guy like I almost make a game out of beating the anger, right? Of like, okay, well, this sucks. I'm going to do this for X amount of times, and if not, then it's time to step away. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And like that's when I can control yeah. the yeah. situation, you know? Like even if it's like, you know, some random thing or if it's like, you know, freaking muscle foot or what have you, it's like, okay, well, you know, I I got this that way it's fair to me. I get to do my attempts, and if I fuck up my attempts, then cool. I'm gonna back off. I mm-hmm. agreed to this. Like I get a I get like an agreement with myself, right? um Mm -hmm. i don't know i think it makes sense because that's what you're saying and
1: one of the things we said is oh you know take take some time to leave the game and come back uh the option to just like say to like actually be comfortable in saying i think i'm done with the game Mm -hmm. is also totally valid um Mm -hmm. and the reason i bring that up is because like drew said about the muscle foot thing or like uh you know what i was saying about like i i'm done i just need to like walk away from this game or call help sometimes you could get you actually might get to a point where even just trying that game doesn't work. And you kind of need to realize for yourself whether or not continuing with this game is worth it. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's this yeah. kind of, there's this weird kind of gamer culture thing where it's like, oh, if you didn't beat it, you know, uh, ooh, the game bested you or something. It was like, you know what? That's fine. This game might have kind of whatever kind of deal. Like with Musclefoot, that was kind of the thing for me. It was like, I can't beat this. Um, it, It's literally, I don't, I think the game, had a problem there and i don't put that on myself if i know i gave it like an honest to god try mm-hmm. kind of deal yeah
0: that's fair that's fair i'm um, going to be
1: doing i mean that's exactly what i'm going to be doing a deadly premonition until let's see if i get frustrated with the crashing <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. i, I want to get i want to share something that I, that i did and this is specific for me in like fighting games and i'm curious if other people did this um I, i'll get kind of salty in fighting is one of the ways i found to i actually don't get salty is if I play characters who in their character design uh, or like, you know, like what kind of stick they do naturally just kind of view like a challenge as something to keep working at. I'm going to give huh. you an example. Huh. I think one of the most underrated yet best things about Street Fighter is that Ryu's entire character is to never give up and just keep trying. Hmm. Ryu yeah. is entirely... Uh, you know, there's the whole thing of like, oh, he's going to tap into some dark power or you know, what what lies at the heart of battle kind of deal. But really when he gets down to it, it's just he, the character is on a never-ending journey of self-improvement hmm. and I find for myself if I pick up characters like that in a fighting game, I actually start emulating that mindset. I feel like that has what's helped me stick with fighting games for so long. Like I picked up Ryu because one, he's the most basic but he has that mentality. I picked up Rashid, because Rashid is kind of one of those, you know, hey guys, we're just gonna have this like fight, it's gonna be kind of fun, let me do this cool thing. Or, um, I liked Alex a lot just because he's like, all right, time to get buff, time to get training, and like every fight was just a training thing. So sometimes, just like the game itself or trying a different thing can also just completely change your approach to it if sure. that makes sense
0: well i what you're saying about just like kind of taking on the role of the character you're playing as that's i've never heard of that that's fantastic like that's a really yeah. that, that's that a really be, cool
1: way to go that's i feel like that i feel like that one works really well for fighting games it does that's kind of what i brought up for fighting games um but i guess in more in a general thing of uh as, as kind of an addendum of pu- pulling yourself away also taking time to really think like is there a different way I could do this kind of deal? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Rethinking your options. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I, I think, and then moving on to the, uh, the other kind of, uh, the, the multiplayer uh, salts, perhaps the multiplayer salt, like, especially when it comes to like other people getting salty,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I don't have mm-hmm. any particularly good option there. Yeah. Like when it's people, when it's people you don't know, you can block mm-hmm. and report. Um, yeah. But when it's, when it's people you know getting really, really angry, like, I feel like I never have a really great solution as to, like, how to make, how to help mm-hmm. somebody sort of process their well, anger. I'll say this, and maybe, and this is kind of, this is, this is maybe just my approach to this. If you're playing in a compet- in a competitive game with friends or something, you, I don't feel like you should feel responsible for mediating how salty they are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it kind of gets that point of, you, you ever been in, like, those things where you're kind of annoyed and somebody says hey you need to calm down or you need to or why are you angry like you may not have been before but now you are because somebody pointed it out kind of deal
0: i i understand uh, so, the, like wanting to be like oh let's let's cap this let's like get rid of this like you know toxic element mm-hmm. of the game but i think mm-hmm. you're absolutely right like you're not a mediator your job isn't to like yeah keep everyone so, in check right like
1: the- i think to Zach's point, uh. You were saying there's kind of a difference where it's like when it's your friends, you feel like you should be able to do that kind of thing. Cause like, Oh, we're friends and we can do that, but you're not always. And mm-hmm. one of the things that people will just kind of naturally learn is that some people just process frustration and salt differently. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And perhaps having a conversation of like between amongst your friend group or something of like how that happens. And just so everybody knows like, okay, this person's okay. They, they're just venting kind of deal. Um, or that can help uh but certainly being like hey you know when this happens we kind of perform worse or you know i kind of wish you maybe would do X, Y, or z that can work but i also don't feel like you always have to feel like you have to do that kind mm. of deal well we've also talked about like when when people on your team get tilted that'll tilt you as well so yeah. i think it, it's sort of like how do you deal with it when the situation like when someone you know you know, when mm. one of your allies is is a friend of yours and your friend is making the experience worse for you, like, can you just leave? I don't know. I'll be they, honest. There'll be collateral I damage, have...
0: man. Like I would think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I
1: have done that at times. And I'll be entirely clear. Yeah. Sometimes when we've played like, a, a, I know this happened a couple of times in Overwatch. It's happened in other games where I'll kind of recognize that, okay, this person's getting so like tilted. It's kind of making, putting me on edge. I'm not having as much fun. So instead of looking at it as a, they are causing a problem i kind of look at it mm-hmm. more as an inward of like okay i'm not being able to focus so i'm not helping as much i'm going to remove myself from the the game mm-hmm. or put it aside okay. for a minute oh yeah that's interesting yeah, yeah, that's
0: yeah. interesting hmm. and it,
1: it is really hard and i actually don't know if there's a super definite answer for the friends thing for for it's a if it's somebody you don't know online again blocking report blocking report. yeah you can you can totally <laughs> block them and you shouldn't feel the need to have to call them out or to uh try to correct how angry they are now if they're being like hella toxic like like yeah. a racial assaulting kind of thing you might want to call that out and then block and report but if they're just yeah. being angry it's kind of like okay everybody handles anger differently mm-hmm. N- next game <laughs> yeah 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 exactly like that, I, I find that to be those those are annoying situations but as I've, i' especially as I've gotten older they're just easier to manage because it's just like if it's a random person then you don't have to think like you don't have to think too much about it you know. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just sort of like, you have options, you can block them, you can mute them um, if, they're, if they're causing you to have problems. It's just, the problem for me is when you're dealing with people that you do know and that you want to maintain a good relationship with, um, and that people you yeah. care about are getting like that. Because like, when I see friends getting tilted, it's it's it makes me kind of upset because I'm like, oh, I feel bad because my friend's feeling really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to help them feel better. But it's, it's, again, like, as you guys said, it's not necessarily my responsibility to do yeah. such a thing. And sometimes you trying to intervene makes things can worse. just yeah. can make it worse. And th- by the way, that wasn't a you, Zach. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. That was a people in general. Sometimes part of the reason I, I walk away from games is because I need to chill out. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. If you just kind of let them go, they might come to that own realization of like, okay, this is nothing to be getting angry of. Reset and you know if somebody comes up and kind of pokes them while they're trying to do that that can just flare it up again Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so so y'all what you need to do is do what i did when i first started Mm. playing overwatch and play zenyatta there's it's really hard to get angry when the monk is literally telling you pain is an excellent teacher you know all right all right zenyatta that was a good call just be (laughs) careful admittedly if if you if you straight up just listen to all of zenyatta
0: the the play into the character bit if you have that option i think that's yeah that's awesome
1: seriously like like if you just if you play into the character and especially with zeniata in particular like wow you will you will go into that game with so much zen
0: so much bliss <laughs> so much joy all right y'all um yeah. i suppose it might be time to do a bit of a design club a bit of a, a bit of a fun one hell if I, if yeah I say. Gentlemen and gentlemen, because we're only gentlemen here, though, if you identify as ladies, go for it. This week's design club is to create a game designed to enrage the user. No cheating. Uh-oh. It's well made with no bugs. The design is simply to make the person angry. You are a demon creating a diabolical and infuriating video game machine box. Go.
1: All right, gentlemen. Um, I think it's got to be a game that constantly is teasing the player. So I want to take this. uh, I thought of two things while I was looking at this question, Drew. And I thought, what would absolutely piss me off? And I realized something. The first two things that came up to mind have absolutely nothing to do with the gameplay itself. It has everything to do with UI. Yes! Yes! Check it. Check it, my man. How do you make a game that's well-designed with no (laughs) bugs? The the UI is infuriating. So here are my two things. Uh, Have the cursor for the game, the game's in-game menus have acceleration and momentum oh no no you oh, want to no. move that thing over no. there you have to slow it down piece of garbage it, it's just,
0: <laughs> piece like of it's garbage. a hockey
1: puck kind of thing
0: i hate you so much that's the whole game right there okay. Not,
1: none of this sticky ui like so a really good example is <laughs> destiny has a sticky ui where if you put the cursor over icons uh it'll kind of pull the cursor back onto the thing that you were going for and it makes it yeah. feel more intuitive nah i'm saying let that thing keep moving and like windows the screensaver bounce around the screen <laughs> Oh no! Oh,
2: no. and
1: so the other bad. thing is make each thing have its own menu and hitting no at any point returns you to the root menu so oh dear. You want to equip that sword, ah. so you gotta go into equipment. You gotta go into carried equipment. <laughs> weapon equipment. Oh, what no. type of it? It's swords, go into swords. What level of sword? Oh, it's a level three sword. Go into there. Now you can equip it. Next menu is which arm do you equip it to? If at any point you say no, it just takes you back up to equip. Yeah, just like just an insanely complicated menu system that keeps popping you back to the root. Oh. Oh. So there are my two ideas for an enraging game. It had to do I, with UI. Uh, mine, mine is a little different. Mine is... It's got to be, like, the kind of game that, like, teases victory in front of you and then just, like, slowly pulls it away. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, the sort like, of, with... like, like for instance, like, for example, you're fighting a boss. Mm-hmm. And, like, you keep getting it down to low HP. But there's, like, a mechanic to the boss that has it regen HP as it gets lower. Oh, God. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so, like... The more you like, the closer to the bottom, the faster the regen is,
0: That's and so it just
1: sort of like regens back to twenty five percent all the time.
0: Mm. <gasps> is this is this like would, uh, like a bloodborne soulsborne kind that. of game, or is this like uh, like I'm just trying to think about? Like... I, I was
1: imagining as I was imagining as a bloodborne soulsborne kind of a game. Okay, but like I think anything that just sort of like elongates the like the like. I, i'm not gonna say artificially because it would be technically part of the design but that sort of like elongates any sort of like victory and sort of like teases it in front of you and gets you like oh you got close but no nah, for nah, some nah, reason nah. when i was envisioning this super annoying game i for some reason thought of a diablo clone because i was thinking how Ooh. many menus you already have to go through and like what if you're targeting reticle like just kept moving as you were trying oh huh, like, huh, like, no no come oh. The fuck on. <laughs> Okay, obviously there also needs to be camera ish Well, no, not camera issues. Can't but... be
0: buggy, can't be buggy, but you can choose like buggy. a very frustrating camera, perhaps, uh, what's the really... The f- camera is always at your, is like always like at the on the ground
1: pointing up, so you, all, you basically your character model is taking up almost the entire screen. That feels mm-hmm. like a bug. I can see <laughs> uh, top it's down, I can't see down top. Yeah, like it's got, like, okay, so it's a Diablo clone, it's got an eye top down camera, but you can't rotate it.
0: Ooh. oh my god no no camera controls whatsoever it's all it's all um it's automated locked in. yeah oh god okay okay no camera uh,
1: controls. i was gonna say uh every time you die it is an unskippable cutscene of your character being like dragged down to hell or something like that and it just, you <laughs> oh, cannot no. skip it and then like it, it reloads it's, like, the it's gotta entire be like a 15 lo- second yes it, it's like a 15 second cutscene too hmm Oh no. I want
0: very <laughs> very unsatisfying sound effects. Like your your heavy big sword does like a little soft plunk. Like it all feels very tinny. Plunk. So you have this big oh, even frustrating worse. boss fights like... and all the sounds that you ha- have sound like they do nothing. Like they just sound like oh, no. like little squeaks like
1: I was going to say uh every sound effect is just stock sound effect. None of them are unique or like tailor made to the to the experience they oh, are stock sounds no. you've heard before. Mm.
0: Mm, lovely. that's
1: a lot of wilhelm screams lovely. Ah! Ah!
0: i like the wilhelm scream <laughs> it's a
2: classic
1: yeah you will not like it after hearing it 300 times hmm. yeah i was gonna say about 30 times later i think not
0: hmm. what if all of your button inputs like you could do full attack but you have to really mash the button down 100 percent in order to do full attack otherwise it's the fraction of the input that you, that you hit
1: Oh man, there was something similar to that in like the fucking Metal Gear interest. Solid 1 because mm. depending on how hard you press the button, it would do different things mm. Mm. Who Ooh. thought that was a good idea? Kojima I don't know. Okay, Kojima <laughs> And look what that got him fired <laughs> 20 years later, that's
0: right, that'll show him That'll learn you. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get you um. Let's see. Oh, Anyways, unsk- yeah. So unskippable cutscenes, dialogue that meanders very, very long. Let's see here. I'm trying to think of like
1: unnecessary inventory management. Like we already have a terrible UI system, but just a buttload of unnecessary inventory management. Okay, dudes. Mm-hmm. There is no auto sort for your inventory. It is all manual sorting. You
0: horrible oh. genius. Yes.
1: Also, it is only in list form. It's not in a grid. It is only list.
0: I'm sad now. These hiccups. It's so bad. Um, what else? What else? Oh, you don't see the boss's health bar. No enemies have Ooh. health bars. You just have to keep hitting them. And I'm, I'm I assume
1: there's also no indication as to like what state they're in as well.
0: Well, you need some indication just to make it fair. But well, I was going to say, uh, no, Monster Hunter
1: has no like health bars, but they have pretty good tells of, like, okay, that thing's about to die. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, hmm. I I would say health bars are... I, I would say drop health bars and just do no indications. Like, it, that's not a cheating thing. Um, well, what do you mean by no indications? But health health bars, bars are not a, a quantifiable thing. It is a general feel for the boss. Oh. It goes from... Okay, it goes from healthy to okay, to fine, to bad, to worse, to almost, and it just keeps getting, like, Zach, to go off your thing, as it gets closer to death, it just keeps getting more and more minute, so you're never sure how many more things (laughs) is this thing
0: gonna go through. (laughs) Oh my god, that's good. Yeah, That's good.
1: Yeah, so you're just like, to bad, to worse, to degraded, to scarred, to... Troubled. To leveled, and you're just like...
0: (laughs) Is this thing gonna die? <laughs> With the regenerating health, that would make it very fun too. Oh yeah, and it would pop up levels. Oh, I like it. Not mm. so bad. Anything else, for a diabolical monster? Perhaps a name? A name oh. for this horrible thing?
1: Your controls are hilariously slow. Uh, you know what the worst part about all of this, boys? What? You know, you know
0: yep. what the worst part is? Even if we were to put this game out
1: there would be a community online that would play it and call it the best game ever and claim anybody who couldn't deal with this was losers. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. I call this the Salt
1: Factory. The Salt Factory. I agree with this name and convention.
0: I love it. The Salt Factory is today's <laughs> design club. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. We've reached the tail end. It is time for toasts and pour outs. Do y'all have any toasts or, or any pour outs?
1: I, I'm going to give a toast to Apex Legends. Very fun game, mm. but also a pour out to Apex Legends. Very buggy game.
0: Really? I was, mm. th- I was thinking of trying it yeah. out. I was thinking of giving it a shot. So
1: it's almost as if it's Zach fun. just put the, held the glass out and then did nothing with it as he kind of teetered.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, it's just there. And <laughs> I pulled it back in. Mm. Uh, let's see. I don't actually know if I have any toast or pour outs uh, for this time.
2: Mm.
1: There's Nothing Nothing that immediately strikes i have a toast to amazon Ooh. thanks amazon for putting the kingdom hearts story so far collection back in stock so i didn't have to buy it for like 150 instead it's just 40 Ooh. oh
0: good there you go that's exciting
1: thank thanks amazon i should probably buy that
0: could you not get it digitally act quick
1: uh you probably could but i'm one of those weirdos that still likes getting physical copies of games. Uh,
0: fair enough Fair enough. Which is
1: really funny when you buy a physical copy of the games these days, and the game literally only has the license baked into it, and it still has to install digitally. It's like, uh, well, at
0: least you have that box uh, of plastic though. That's important.
1: Yeah, that that'll that makes me feel good.
0: Mm. Yeah. I uh, let's mm. see here. I. I will do a pour out cuz uh it's been some time but you know a pour out for the Blizzard people that got laid off that uh that's pretty brutal right there. Oh yeah. That
1: is a that is a bummer dude. Yeah. Oh, oh that's a serious no bummer. No bueno,
0: no nothing you can do. Was it wasn't some other game studio about to have massive layoffs like uh, I believe Was not so. announced this I week. I believe so. I believe so. I forget. Is there what is what's the other studio? Was
1: it ArenaNet,
0: the Guild Wars yes, 2 guys? I think it was. Oh, I think it was. Jeez, so, that's rough. Fingers crossed. Also, oh, hold on. I do
1: have a toast. Mm-hmm i have oh. a huge toast i have a toast to reggie filzame oh, uh, yeah. earlier this week happily retired from being the president of nintendo of america yeah. who was a, just a really cool guy to watch and everything um and i'm i'm sad to see him go but i'm glad you know he he's kind of leaving on good terms and everything yeah. i also would like to give a second toast to his replacement who will now be the new president of nintendo doug bowser <laughs> it's just it's it's pretty beautiful. That's not a joke. That's literally his name, Doug Bowser. And yep. he even said on Twitter, "No, I did not change my name to get this job." <sighs> <laughs> to which I say, y- "I you don't know that."
0: <laughs> Hump down the birth certificate. <laughs> you don't know that?
1: I I just like the picture that he took and it had Mario and Luigi like tied up in the bag. I saw it. I do like that one a lot. Oh,
0: it was so cute. It was <laughs> so good.
1: And it was like surrounded by Koopas. Oh my god. And Goombas, sorry.
0: Lovely. It was
1: pretty great um but to get back to the toast of reggie uh Fissime, game industry uh as as the hard time puts it game industry marvels as employee leaves job by choice mm. yeah mm. i saw that <laughs> <laughs> uh, well guys we got anything else or should we move on to a lesson of the day
0: i think it's time mm. for a fine lesson wait didn't we already have a lesson of the day i forgot it's time for a valuable lesson of the day oh
1: I'm- sure but it's related to that anyways <laughs> hey there everybody it's time now for the lesson of the day today's lesson when you want your yoda impression done right remember to watch the source materials and to give it a whole lot of practice and that's the lesson of the day
0: thanks everybody thank you zach (laughs) adam is that how you made such a good one uh i plead the fifth (laughs) Fifth, he pleads the fifth
1: i don't know i just like i apparently have a good yoda impression you do it'll be it'll be my backup career plan i see
0: i see (laughs) <laughs> well, listeners, thank you so much for sticking around with us this time. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can always reach us on Twitter, Facebook, or at teamnitwick at gmail.com. That's team n-i-t-w-i-c at gmail.com. Special thanks to Pro Leader for providing music this week. Great guy. Lovely tunes. Check him out on Bandcamp. Next week's episode is going to be on Skyrim. That's right, Skyrim, that game that is old but will never die.
1: In fact, if you watch uh, the next episode, it'll just be another port of Skyrim to audio we're form. We're just
0: porting it, we're just porting it to podcast form for you to enjoy. That's what we got. Um going to head on up to uh, you guys feeling after hours today? You guys feeling it? You know. I, I feel saw. it. Okay. But you talk a little to bit okay. a
1: moment to like step away for a bit and then I'm going to step back for a bit.
0: All right, then a quick uh, after hours yeah. is coming for those of you leaving. Goodbye. Take care. of vida zen. Bye. And everyone else, come on upstairs. Alright,
1: I'll be I'll be right upstairs, but I gotta go down to the basement and grab something first, alright? Okay. Alright. Maybe
0: by the time he gets back, these hiccups will go away. Uh, Jesus Christ. They are...
1: Alright, money on him, like, getting lost in the basement. I
0: mean, we don't know what's down there. Th- there's some weird shit mm. down there. There's the Necrosonicon. That is true. There's the cats. Uh... Did you say the Necrosonicon? Yeah, the Necrosonico. Like a
1: Necronomicon of Sonic? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. that's when we read Sonic fanfiction. That's what we read it from.
1: Oh god. That's, that's,
0: that's right. That's right, that's right.
1: By the way, I was telling I was talking to Zach, when are we gonna read more of it? Oh, you know what? Um You can't think I just forgot. I'll never forget after reading Sonic High School. I mean we I'm petitioning at some <laughs> point that we have just it's not even a mini, it's just we read more of it.
0: So it'll just be like a giant, like three hour episode of just cranking through it, is what you're saying.
1: Oh, God, no, no. I think we can only handle like maybe two or three episodes at a time.
0: Mm, I see. I, I'm with you on that one. You know, actually, uh, really recently, I finally saw Army of Darkness. So kind of all ties together. You had not seen that before? No, and like watching it, I was I had this moment of of like, oh, this makes a lot of sense why I like this this is awesome that movie
1: fantastic i love army of darkness yeah, i
0: saw evil dead and i saw ash versus evil and like i just hadn't seen mm-hmm. that final piece and so it was like i should i should really crack through this and it's just like oh my god this is like so perfect for me i love i love it
1: it's really yeah. good
0: i enjoyed it a lot yeah. it's my bonus. Uh, i've watched stick. that
1: movie a number of times
0: mm, yeah it's it's excellent shop smart shop s
1: smart i actually never saw the final season of ash versus evil uh, i didn't uh, see the, I think the I, final
0: season i saw the ones that are on netflix and i think that's the first two i i heard the final hmm. one leaves on a cliffhanger or something and then they didn't get to make another see i don't know the details around it maybe you
1: do yeah if i'm if i remember correctly it was like they had funding for three um but then they didn't have funding for four so i think it wraps up but i'm also not sure
0: hmm. that's just something we're gonna have to figure out for ourselves someday yeah Yeah. no army of darkness i'll write my own fan fiction about what happens good movie Mm -hmm. hey question for you uh i maybe about or maybe about a
1: month ago now or at least three or three ago finished watching uh a series of unfortunate events did you finish i did i did what'd you think what'd you think (laughs) uh i liked it a lot um so i didn't read any of the books uh, the only thing uh so it is entirely new to me watching this Mm -hmm. thing i remember at several points because i'm watching this with, my, uh, with a group of friends just thinking like damn this show is a real bummer and they you know they of course gave me the snarky it's a series of unfortunate events what were you expecting and i'm like no 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 but you hear a title like that and you kind of expect like at some point it'll like let up for like a minute mm-hmm. but it never does it's always like what would be the most downer thing to happen right now so well, let's kill this character and like no no come on now do, do we have to kill him can't we just like you know put them in a chunk or something and leave them for later? Put them in a chunk. Like, no, what, what do you mean?
0: Put them in a chunk? You mean you mean a trunk? A trunk? Oh, I heard. A trunk. I heard chunk. Put them in a chunk, which sounded way more graphic. Which is kind what they did, didn't they? Like chunk, like chop people up and like throw them to lions and shit. Yeah. Yeah. What's weird is like I read the I read the books as a kid and I was very into them as a kid. Uh, I love the show. I think it's an awesome translation of the source material and the stuff they change is. I think for the best, like the ending is uh, a little switched up. And I think that is for the best. Mm -hmm. Um, They also added in some like new characters and just some, some good decisions were made. I will say as an adult watching it and like, kind of like having the, uh, the sub subtext spelled out a lot more for me, it is so much darker than I remembered. And it like, it's fun to have like all that really bright, colorful, like kind of set design going on. And then just being like, Oh, Oh, they killed like that guy didn't expect that or like
1: yeah that that was the thing it's just like this very dark subtext there that i kind of like the first episodes wouldn't really prepare you for yeah and it just kind of get was like boy neil patrick harris fucking nailed that role i didn't think
0: he would either like i saw the early makeup and i was like i'm not sure how they're gonna pull this off but like good god he is just he's olaf now like he's he's so good in that role it's yeah we're Zach, I think you sat back down. We're talking uh, about the yeah, Series of
1: Unfortunate down. Events mm. on yeah, uh, interesting. Netflix. Mm. Okay. I did not know that was a thing that came out. Uh, oh, dude. It's pretty good. It, it's nice. really good. I, I, suggest, I recommend it. I liked it a lot. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so
0: what's going on with you? This I was going to oh, say. You were, saying, you were saying, Adam? Adam Magalby?
1: Oh, this, I was going to say, this kind of relates to Zach. Zach has been trying out Apex I... Legends. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have. Zach, did you know that for a while uh apex overtook fortnite yeah it doesn't surprise me um that surprises me because i thought fortnite was in a pretty comfortable position and when apex legends fortnite's in a pretty comfy position of like being like the dominant thing when apex legends came out um maybe it's because i i liked titanfall more and then it was like oh yeah this is like a titanfall battle royale without the titans or any of the other stuff it's like oh yeah, it is. It is a little disappointing for people who like Titanfall. Uh, I never played it, so I didn't have that problem. Does it have anything to do with Titanfall? Like, because uh, when it got when it got you announced, you can slide on the it, ground. I, it's really so, sliding. I heard
0: it took place in the same universe somehow, but I don't know. It did. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I, a lot. I think. I don't know a lot, man.
1: I think Apex is one of the corporations in the Titanfall universe. Oh, I see. Um, well, so that's one of the weird things for me is that like. Um, when it was first getting pitched, I was hearing it as a Titanfall Battle Royale. And I thought, oh, that's kind of neat. But how's that going to work? And then so, the more I hear about it, it's like it's like in the universe, but not quite. So I'm like, well, why did it have to be related to Titanfall at all? Because you guys, know, yeah. Like, so mechanically speaking, um, the the gun gameplay and the movement gameplay is very similar to Titanfall. At least that's what I've heard. I haven't actually played Titanfall. Like the so. wall running and, cl- and um, swinging, there's no grappling. wall running. Um, there is That's coming, grappling. apparently. Oh, that's coming. Uh, a I report mean? I heard said that people data mined out wall running and Titans for Apex. Wow. Well, they said they weren't going to do Titans because they didn't like how it disbalanced things. But like, but, and I can imagine they got rid of wall running for similar reasons. Mm-hmm. I have the, f- I have the feeling they just poured it in the Titanfall mechanic set and then built a battle royale around it and then removed elements of the mechanic set that didn't fit that. Mm-hmm. That's what seems like what happened. Um, with apex legends because i know like if if you're running down a slope you can hit the slide button and just slide all the way down Mm -hmm. and there's all these like grappling hooks these like grappling hook locations and zip lines where you can just hook on and slide to the to the other side um Mm -hmm. and so that's it. it's a very sort of slidey movement heavy game in that regard um overall i actually really I, i have been enjoying it quite a bit um i'm trying to get used to playing a one of these kinds of games because as a lot of people have said it's just like a lot of nothing and then you get into one encounter and 50 50 chance that you die or you win is that pretty much how it is like yeah that's pretty accurate yeah yeah that's that's pretty accurate uh, it's a little faster than say like a Fortnite or a PUBG, mm-hmm. but PUBG in particular because that one is really slow but, but that uh, one really has no auxiliary mechanic it's just yeah shoot it's just and survive exactly. Fortnite has a building thing it does have a weird building thing that's true um but with apex it's like you're gonna slowly like it's it's got the the class mechanics which is cool it's locked in 3v3 three three player teams uh which is interesting and then it's like uh it, it's again it's like the other the other uh battle royale games where you're just sort of moving from place to place uh slowly making your way into the circle and trying to survive for as long as you can yeah or trying to kill everybody if you're really good at it. Now, how does it work when it's three v three? Because the other, like Fortnite and Battle and play, PUBG, um, are a hundred, it's a hundred people in yeah. all at once, and I imagine that has a lot more firefights. Are the maps just way smaller in Apex? So in Fortnite, actually, so one of the really popular modes for Fortnite that came up was a four-player team mode, mm-hmm. um, and so it'd be twenty-five teams of four people, mm-hmm. and so that's basically how apex got their thing from essentially is uh it was it's three person teams and there are 20 teams so there's only 60 players total so there's oh i thought there was i thought it was only six like three v three so i was like how the hell is this entertaining yeah that makes sense sense now no 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 it's it's 60 players and it's three player teams sorry if i was misleading on that one but uh it is it's fun to play uh again it's it's very enjoyable um having a rando can be fun can be bad uh especially like if if they go off on their own and they go flying off into the distance and you're just like "Why?" what did you say it causes you salt yeah it's a little salty it's a little salty (laughs) but it you know you you kind of get used to you know i I got kind of used to that kind of gameplay and it's in again it's, it's an interesting game i find some enjoyment from it um i can, can only you... really play it with friends i cannot play mm-hmm. that game on my own though it's very hard to play on a, on on its own for me at least is it now clear why is it now clear to you now why these games have blown up in popularity as they have or are you still like trying to figure out why the hell is this as big a deal as have they become i i mean it's free that's why i think it's a big deal it's like yeah, it is a fair. nice well-polished shooter that you don't have to pay money to play yeah so, like, that's that's when, always nice for instance when overwatch inevitably becomes free to play and that is going to happen at some point i, you I know, guarantee you that way what... all right let me ask you this question with fortnite pubg apex being uh, well pubg can get right the hell out of there pubg is being kind of like obliterated by other competition yeah uh, oddly enough the things that it inspired have made it irrelevant kind of pretty uh, much because pubg has actually not gotten any updates because they're working on bug fixes oh boy uh, do you think Overwatch will ever have a Battle Royale mode? I don't think it would be good. I think it could have one, but I don't know how much you'd have to change the game for it. And let me tell you this. No, Overwatch Overwatch is not made for maps that way. I, I know, but hear me out on this. Uh, Jeff Kaplan has said a couple times that they are planning something big for Overwatch, and that's why they haven't had as many like event updates or the, some of the what they have put out have been like smaller chunks. Mm-hmm. A part of me is worried. It's like, blizzard are you guys gonna try to jump in on the battle royale overwatch thing i you shouldn't yeah i can see you trying that's a lot of money on the table it is a lot of money on the table it would be i don't know i feel like mechanically speaking it would be interesting to see a a, like an overwatch battle royale what if it's like but again it's I feel like the mechanics for Overwatch just don't suit a Battle well, Royale. What if it were its own separate mode and you're like playing as just a random grunt or foot soldier of the Overwatch or Blackwatch team? Then why not release it as a different game? Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like, I could see them doing something like this where it's like, it's like Apex where it's like, it's in this universe, but why does it have to be in like, that universe at all? Couldn't it be its own thing? I feel like, uh, basically like, if it was the Overwatch training simulator... Mm -hmm. you know back when they were a big organization that if that were the the battle royale mode i guess i'm saying is interesting but i could see them doing a thing where it's like you're just playing as a random soldier in like a training thing or maybe during like the omnic war or something like that and it's now a battle royale style game and that's how and that's their big event but that's just pure theory speculation i think i don't know i think a big thing that they're probably implementing i think it has more to do with social features i think think so um yeah i think he's talking about a really big feature but he's also been talking about uh people have been wanting like guilds and clans in overwatch and jeff Claflin's like uh yeah guilds and clans involve like we were talking about it when we were talking about the mechanics and they'd be like if we did guilds and clans it would have to be we, we would want to implement it blizzard wide like overall battle net hmm. rather than just um just in overwatch so that might be why that not allowed to come out because they're like oh weird. we have to go figure out how to get this to work between all of the games that's a weird limitation to put on yourself there but hey you know I don't run they, the that's what they did man um that's uh, what that's what they wanted to true. do so just so we don't lose you have you have you been up to anything interesting or
0: exciting uh, in the world of game stuff I've been playing some more near and uh I'm finding mm-hmm. out why oh, that God, game we're... is so critically acclaimed uh it's glorious I find it funny like
1: Okay, so you're you got to the copied city. right? I did.
0: I got to the copied city. I uh, I met a wonderful man okay. named Adam. He uh, he had some things to say about life. Hey! Yeah! Hey.
1: Yeah! Yeah! Hey, Adam. I show did you up. get to Adam? Did you play? I him? haven't even started that game though. No. Okay. Well, there's a character named Adam. You'll meet them.
0: Wow! I show up in the video game. Dude, exactly. You. Um. Yeah, and... It was a cool moment, wasn't it? It was a very cool moment. That What I really like about Nier so far is, like, everything, pretty much, but I, I like how much it's dedicated to, like, <laughs> it, it's very dedicated to its idea and its world, much more so than a lot of other games I've played, like... It's not trying to oh, wow yeah. me with particle effects. It's not trying to have, like, a very deep system of, of combats. Um, it's just like, no, here's a, here's a game, and by the way, do you like philosophy? Here's, like, a bunch of random philosophy and different lines of thought, and it's just, it's really great, and it's really cool, and I...
1: Was I, was I talking to you about it when I was, like, explaining the... Yeah, you were like,
0: explaining the Jean-Paul character about... and Pascal and, and all that other stuff. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, and how, like... Tons of characters are just references to philosophers.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's just, you know, like, just looking at the world design, like, looking at, like, just, like, the actual, like, animations and everything. Like, it's it's something where it's not trying to wow me with spectacle and instead is trying to make me, like, just enjoy this very interesting and crazy ride that they came up with. And I think it's really great and I'm really enjoying it. Apex Legends is on my list of games to try out. I just, um... I just haven't gotten to it. I need to, like, reset my password for my EA account and do a bunch of stuff I don't want to do. Ah, uh,
1: yes, the Origin account. Yeah. Also, by the way, I am... Maybe this is just because of my personal experience, but I am 90% positive if you buy the loot boxes in Apex, you get better stuff than if you just earn it through leveling. Hmm. Wow! I, I wonder if that's true. I That's my personal experience with it. I would not be surprised if that were hmm. true.
0: I, I have one addendum hmm. to something that, uh... On the past, on the show, I uh, I talked about Hades uh, and how when I was playing it, oh, yeah. it felt like it was very complete. I have reached the point mm. where the content very clearly cuts out and the game is very aware that it cuts out. So I just, I need to backtrack on that statement of, oh, it feels very complete, you guys. No, there's a point where it just straight up says, and then he continued forward in the dungeon and died and like the game gets pretty yeah. meta about it it's just like you cheated me you said there was an ending it's just like ho ho it's not here yet and uh it's still really great and they're still like adding patches Ooh-hoo, and it's you we beated you like fuck you video
2: game how much yeah, but the salt thing did is, you
1: have mm. like i feel like it wasn't I, I feel like it's not as bad in hades just because you know, the game's not actually complete. No, like, the
0: game was very tongue in cheek <laughs> about it. And, like, it has a lot of mm-hmm. end quote end game content where it's like, yes, you've gotten as far as you can as far as stuff we've built out. But systematically, there's mm-hmm. a lot of new things for you to play with here just to, like, increase your difficulty or change up your play style. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's still a super giant game. It still has, like, lots of really great, amazing stuff. So don't worry. It, it's all there. It just it does hmm. it is in fact in a slightly incomplete state and what bugs me is i i kind of got to the there's there's two bosses there's two big bosses and i had mm-hmm. gotten to the second boss when i said like oh hey like this game feels pretty complete it's just the final boss is mm-hmm. so like ridiculously over the top difficult that like they don't really expect you to beat it for a while and it that is like my one little bit of like uh this needs a rebalance but that's neither here nor there it's still a beautiful lovely game and you should all play it hi i'm drew
1: got it <laughs> hi i'm zach hi i'm adam and this has been nitwick it has been nitwick what are we done uh, I, I guess I, I, I don't know i guess we're done well, we don't have to be you
0: guys got it. adam what's going on with you we me, and zach talked about video games did, did you talk about yeah, video games video games are you playing video games are you gaming
1: no i'm just sitting around waiting for video games waiting for that dmc
0: Aww. is that what's going on man i just want to play dmc 5 so badly
1: oh, it's full- and it's like it's like time is preventing me from playing I'm it
0: sorry adam i'm sorry time
1: i i watched some of v's gameplay the other day he looks amazing i have no idea what's going on though I, I video game just be here now I mean, you
0: just got two weeks adam just hold out for two more weeks you're gonna, you're gonna have it in your, in your hot little hands. You're gonna be able to play as your good friend Dante, your good buddy Nero. Dante, god damn it! No, Dante, no, Nero, no. and Vey I'm just going back to that fucking
1: edit. <laughs> Dante, the exterminador de del demons. <laughs>
0: All yes. right, but I think, I think I'm done. <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. It's been lovely podcasting with you all. Bye. It has. Bye, listener. Have a great day. Have a great evening. Have a great Later, whatever. listener. Bye. Farewell. See you later, listener. Adios. You should really look up Dante. Adios. Adios.
1: I'm not afraid. Of-